Hey everybody, um, welcome to Pot Against the Machine and the Brian Identity with Jasper's Game Day. Uh, we've got a few special guests on the podcast here, so let's start there with uh, some introductions, I'd say. I'm Sam, I'm normally the uh, GM on Pot Against the Machine, and then we're going to kick it over to the only person in the game today who I've actually met in real life, uh, Daft. <laughs> Hello, I'm Daft, I am the player in uh, To Have and To Roll, which is me and my husband playing Curse of the Crimson Throne. I play a party of four characters uh, and reign GMs and does NPCs. Uh, it's very fun. I'm super excited to be here today. Uh, I'm looking forward to slurping some room temperature yogurt and making sure that my bonce gets as yampy as possible. You have to pick the next person. I abdicate responsibility. Oh, uh, let's go to Steve. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, folks. Uh, my name is Steve. I am part of Hideous Laughter Productions. It's a piezo-licensed uh, collection of me and my buddies, and we do a whole bunch of Pathfinder podcasting. So our flagship show is the Hideous Laughter Podcast. On there, we're doing a 1E run round, so it's gothic and spooky. Love. Uh, but then we have a whole bunch of other stuff, too. So we've got, like, a behind-the-scenes show called The Zone of Truth. We got some module stuff behind the paywall on Patreon. And then we are also running uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne on a separate feed. But it's a little different. We have more than one player. Um, <laughs> we are running it, converted to second edition, uh, releasing bi-weekly. It is a show called Bestow Curse. It's so much fun. And probably about it for me. Uh, who should I pass it to? I'm going to pass it to Jeff because Jen and I go surprisingly way back. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly indeed. Hello, I'm Jeff. I play Asher on the Pond Against the Machine podcast. And uh, yeah, I I have lots of non-dairy yogurt here to slurp at various temperatures depending on how the game goes. Ready to spit D20s out of my mouth if we hit our goal. And just in general, ready to definitely help solve alien-related activity crimes in Numeria. Uh, and uh, to my left is, on my, on my Zoom call at least, is Jarrell. So he gets to go yep. next. I was not expecting that because on mine, <laughs> Zach is to your left. <laughs> on mine, Sam is to your uh, left. So we're just musical chairs in it here. Uh, I am Andrew Jarrell, also from... Pot Against the Machine, where I play uh, Vargas the Magus, and really excited to be doing this. Uh, great cause, great program, really fun to always, it's always just really fun to work with new people and stuff, so super excited about that. And I guess I'm actually the last one, right? Everybody else has gone, or Nope. Zach has not gone. That's right. <laughs> I forgot he hasn't gone. Uh, so I am going to turn it over to the resident uh, yogurt expert on the pod. Zach. Solid. Yeah. No, uh, as evidenced, um, my podcast mates aren't used to me being this silent for this long. So they just assumed I had already gone. Uh, but yeah, no, I was just adjusting my IV drip of Malort and Gogurt that I have uh, in honor of our guests today. Uh, well, now you're talking my language, <laughs> which can I say it's very fun listening to a podcast and then streaming with the people from the separate podcast and seeing the faces to the voices. It's so great. Um, but yeah, I will be bringing um, 
the same finesse that I play a rodent on the internet with to a totally synthetic skin bag Skynet. Real. <laughs> uh, normally, um, when we're on Pot Against the Machine, we have one other player. Uh, that's Izzy. Um, as those familiar with our show might know, she lives next to the train, but I hear she's actually been consumed by that train. So we're hoping oh, by no. the time we have to record another episode, she'll escape. Keep Izzy in your thoughts, everyone. Mm. <laughs> I hope she escapes the machine. Because, <laughs> you know, you guys are against the machine. It's true. And trains that are killed, machines. I know it. <laughs> no, you got it. <laughs> I see myself out. That joke sucked. <laughs> Listen, now, Pot Against the Machine, awkward silence is, like, the main thing that we do. We all will kind of sit there. It's honestly the highest honor we can give a joke, (laughs) is to all just look at the screen and be like... It's an easy way to trim 10 minutes off when editing is just silence. I'm glad I'll fit right in then. Um, so what we're going to be playing today is a little Pathfinder 1E adventure. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with it, this is the the Brian identity, where the agents of the Bureau of Research of an investigation of aliens in Numeria search for evidence of alien life on Galarian in order to unclear exactly what they're trying to do but it's all at behest of their fearless leader the junk master of the town of torch the bleachling gnome garrett burwaddle and um i suppose it's time to jump right in Uh, we open at night very very late at night on the northeastern side of the town of torch in numeria nearby the purple bonfire that gives the town town its name burns atop the black hill out competing the few stars and the sliver of moon glowing in the cloudy night sky but that flame is always there it's not worth thinking about really it's certainly not important to this adventure and honestly i couldn't imagine it being important to any adventure really it's just a fire i mean it's purple so i guess it's cool but a lot of things are purple you don't see like adventures based on grape juice or that um Anyways, on this particular night, all of you were tucked up safely in your beds just about half an hour ago, dreaming wonderful dreams, perhaps of a world filled with electric sheep and vampires who sparkle. Oh, how they sparkle. But that sleep was shattered suddenly, as the voice of your sometimes employer, always junk master, Garrett Burwaddle, exploded into your ears from the darkness. Attention, attention! This is not a drill! We are under attack! The aliens have finally made their move! There are hundreds, maybe millions of them, and they're swarming everywhere. Get to the entrance pile of this torch scrapyard immediately. It may be the only hope a Galarian has left. I repeat, this is not a drill. That was about half an hour ago. You've had plenty of time to wake up, get geared up, and find the secret time-worn speakers that Garrett somehow hid in each of your rooms, (laughs) and make your way to the scrapyard. Let's go around in a circle and just describe the very normal humans and halflings and whatnot. Uh, you see that um, they'll see before them at entrance to the scrapyard. And, and I'm going to go with our other guest this time and uh, start with Steve. Sure. So the gentleman that you see first is a very tall, lanky fellow, about seven feet, um, with pale gray skin. 
He's wearing this large, large cowboy hat and like a sheriff's outfit. Uh, notably, he's got two arms that will be important later. Um, but there are like those tearaway pants buttons going all the way down both of his sleeves. Um, also won't be important later. Um, but he has a red bandana covering the bottom half of his face. And over each shoulder, he has a big long bow ready to rock and roll. So this guy looks like a sheriff from an old Western. Oh, sure. Well, then I will return the favor and uh, kick it to Daft. All right. Um, so my character, you will see a slender kind of wiry female form uh, covered in various and assorted black rags. They appear to have been dyed by hand rather poorly. Um, she is wearing several cloaks, um, at least two hoods that cover most of her face. Um, the skin you can see looks pale and oddly blue-tinged as if she is very cold. Um, she has hand wraps going all the way up her arms, also dyed black, sort of inexpertly. Uh, and you can see faintly glowing from within the hood two pinpricks of sort of black light blue where her eyes are. And I will move it to Jero. Okay. Uh, you see also coming up and kind of casting an eye around at everyone else, looking confused and a little scared. You see this uh, young halfling man. He looks like he must just be getting over some kind of illness. His skin is like very pale and ashy. He looks very thin, unhealthily thin. Uh, he's got on a pair of large, darkened spectacles covering his eyes. Uh, he almost looks like he doesn't have a nose, but that's probably just a trick of the light. He's wearing a kind of shabby set of scholar's robes. He has an old beat-up book hanging off of a very nice looking belt it looks like the only piece of equipment he's wearing that seems to be taken care of or nice and on the back of the belt he has what looks like three pieces of sharpened metal hanging off it that have what at first looked like just random squiggles but you assume must be some sort of arcane designs of unknown origin and he's just kind of looking around at everything. He doesn't seem to quite understand what's going on or why exactly he is here. And he then is going to look over at the one of another uh, bit of an odd gentleman coming over, and we will pass it over to Jeff. Ah, uh, good. Me, the last person who. <laughs> Hasn't identified themselves, for sure. <laughs> that would be everyone else. Wink. Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll remember to pass it. Uh, anyway, yeah, next to this scared-looking fellow is a, an also gray-skinned. It's a neat theme, really, <laughs> like, that we all settled on the gray scale. Uh, complexion oddly similar to the longbow-wearing, two-armed companion. Uh, he is a little shorter, though, only 6'7". And he has a fashionable black fedora 
and is wearing a black trench coat, out of which per- only the two standard amount of arms are protruding like a you know a well-dressed human. And he has a long sword uh, slung at his hip. And he looks down to his uh, companion and says, Oh, you picked quite the day to start things with Garrett. Oh, look, here comes our metallic friend. I mean, normal human friend. And he looks over at Zack, who's now in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and normal, normal he looks as Skyned strides up uh, a healthy yellow glow uh, radiating from his <laughs> cheeks, a uh, bristly mustache, a uh, green smart sweater pulled over a salmon colored shirt with an orange tie um always ready to uh have a good time sky ned approaches the group seeing everyone is staring at him and go what did i forget to wind zip up my pants huh is this how this guy normally is your britches look good to me partner Appreciated, fellow skin jockey. Yes, I see you've upgraded to seven zip. <laughs> uh, stands with his back to you on the summit of the junk pile at the entrance of the scrapyard. The second highest junk pile in the entire yard. With his trusty massive petard at his side. And he sighs as you all assemble and holds an arm out pointing out into the distance where a few hundred feet away, floating in the air over the summit of the very tallest pile of scrap in the entire scrapyard, is a gigantic sphere. Now this spear, sphere, it's not a spear, is approximately 25 feet in diameter, and it's glowing. It's glowing red, and then it's glowing yellow, and then, well, you get the point. It's, it's changing colors. And probably shouldn't be doing And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this isn't normally there. Right. Is that true? Okay. When you I'm went concerned. to bed, it wasn't there, and it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty bright. Concerning. <laughs> uh, I'd like to roll to ponder. <laughs> would that be? Would Would you call that a sense motive check? <laughs> sure. Sense motive on the orb. <laughs> so we're who first roll the game, <laughs> and it's double digits, which might be a record for me. Uh, that is a total of a seventeen. Wow. Yeah, with a seventeen, it. Seems to like being pondered, you know. Big orb, it's hanging out. Seems to want attention. I mean, it's flashing up there in the night sky. So you're saying we're surrounded by garbage with a, a big, bright ball above us? I didn't realize that we were going to be playing the Times Square module ball drop <laughs> situation. This is great. It's so timely. Oh no! I love I New York. Right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, is that the reason why there are all these Planet Fitness ads over here? Trying to draw in the aliens with Planet and Fitness together, because aliens, of course, are obsessed with exercise, but they hate lunks. Yes. (laughs) Start spreading the news. So, Garrett... This is the thing you brought us here for. I was definitely sleeping, by the way, in one of the several foundry buildings that lets people sleep in it. 
Of course. I mean, look at it. It's an alien attacker. I've been staring at it for a good long time now, and it appears it's been throwing out a number of strange smaller orbs into the recesses of the scrapyard. It's weird. Like, it's a whole weird thing. And they're probably, like, baby aliens, you know, like, shooting out to, like, go in the scrap and, like, have, like, a colony. And they're probably sucking all the juice out of all the best crap in there. Like, who knows what I've even got buried in there that they're sucking the juice out of. I want that juice. We must now, stop Mr. them, Garrett. What? Have you seen that juice getting sucked? Or has anybody encountered these orbs? Uh, they've been falling out of the sky. I ain't going in there by myself. That's that's what I pay you people to do. Ah, uh, yes, now uh, I remember. That is correct. Has Garrett actually paid any of you yet? Garrett is I'm, uh, reimbursing everybody in Ned coin, <laughs> and I assure you that the market is only going to go up. I'm actually only here because hasn't paid Mr. Lingdon in I think it was six months. Uh, he 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 hired me a couple weeks ago. He told me to come in here as a temp. I have no idea what's going on. I was not told about about that thing. And he points up at the uh, giant hovering sphere. Well, you, well, you I guys do this stuff all the time. I sure hope <laughs> there's some coin in it, or this Ned coin has some value in the markets. Because by my reckoning, I only have three gold pieces left on my character sheet, <laughs> and I got to eat tonight. <laughs> Well, I can't think of a sounder investment for your remaining money than the ever-volatile but certainly secure market of Netcoin. All right, Mr. Human, take me to the moon. <laughs> I hear there are several restaurants in the area that accept Netcoin, but um, transfer rate varies constantly. You gotta be fast. Garrett. What's up, dude? <laughs> Garrett, you once came conveniently after our mission with a large cannon. Why don't you simply fire a cannonball at this orb and see what happens? It's only AC5 to hit a square. All right. I mean, look, obviously I've already done this, but, like, check this out. And, um... Garrett spends an inordinate amount of time stuffing, like, an absurd amount of gunpowder into his petard and then um, random bits of scrap that he just picks up off the ground, just, like, whatever, like, um, maybe a rock, maybe, like, a broken sword, and he just shoves it all in there, aims the thing very carefully, runs to the front of it, looks at, looks straight into the barrel with his face, runs to the back, re-aims it again, squints one eye for some reason, um... And then he lights the fuse, and after a few seconds, the petard fires with a massive, like, <clears throat> and f the cannon itself flies backwards a good ten feet from the recoil, and the giant pile of garbage just goes flying out into the night sky and goes right through the orb, like it's not even there. And the orb doesn't seem to change at all. The garbage clamors to the ground somewhere in the distance, probably killing an absurd number of rats and just living out in the scrap. He says, see? I mean, obviously I tried that, but I mean, I'm pretty much out of ideas now. I mean, the, 
like shooting it with the big thing is like my whole deal. So like I need all of you with like your laser spells or whatever to kill it instead. We'll make it so, Captain Petard. Uh, looks like we have um, a $50 donation, so that is uh, two Sky Medals. <gasps> and um, I'm going to hand them out to our guests to start with, since they weren't po- pointed at anyone in particular. Oh, you're giving Sweet. both of them to Steve. <laughs> I said to Aww. our two guests. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're sharing. We okay, share on show. okay, we'll share. <laughs> Alright, what can I do with the sky model? Um, it's basically just what we call a hero sky metal, like we're, sweet. We're pretending All to right. be more creative than we really are because it, it's just a wreath color. I am <laughs> terrible at remembering when I have hero points, so I'm gonna need the entire world to help me out on that. <laughs> but I did write it down. Thank you. All right, well, do you have any questions for Garrett before you head out into the scrap? Uh, Garrett, I have a question. Uh, Just speaking hypothetically, if we don't have lasers, like you said, how do these things hold up against punches, do you think? Well, it's it's pretty high up there. So, like, um, if you could jump super good, maybe you could, like, punch it. I don't know. Okay. I've heard punches I'll try to jump high. Oh, I apologize. I heard punches against aliens are most effective when you welcome them to the planet that you're on first. Oh. Um, I'll I'll practice. Welcome to Galarian. Mm Mm-hmm. And then punch. That, That was pretty good. Okay. I'd feel welcome if I were not of this world. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want to actually welcome, like, the aliens, aliens, because that's, that's scary. We don't want them to feel welcome. Right. Got it. I, I think she was, like, trying to say it ironically. Like, you go up there and you punch them, and then you say welcome to Galarian, sort of like a, like a one-liner. Oh, that makes you know, like a in a like sense. in an action play. I was yeah, concerned this sense. was some torch custom that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, like like how you dance when you go over to dinner at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Yes, or bring chickens as a gift, of course. Oh, um, you can should save I have brought a chicken to this? Chicken dance. Should I have brought a chicken to this? I don't serve on a dinner. Okay. I will bring a chicken next time. Uh, so, you uh, you may all have noticed my uh, amazing robes. I'm I'm actually a uh, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, he looks at his hand for a second. He goes, "A wizard," and I have these incredible uh, magical powers. And he's going to look up at the sphere and cast a magic missile at it. Well, how far can magic missile go? Second, it is was my level, so 150 feet. I think you got to get a little bit closer to this thing <laughs> before you can shoot it with a magic missile. He still fires it anyway, and it just kind of peters out 150 feet in the air. That was all right. So, so like, 
what's the, what's the plan here, though? Should we go to like the little orbs, or do we go right up under this thing? I will take your stunned silence at my brilliant <laughs> question making as acceptance that we should just go straight to the thing in the middle. I think that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Anybody have a really tall ladder? I was going to try to jump. Get a running start of at least ten feet. Then I can get a bonus to jumping. Well, it halves the difficulty, essentially. Okay. Uh, uh, this is good radio <laughs> and video. Um, so I think Blue will um, just start very purposefully walking along the scrap heap in the general direction of the largest orb. Alright, I'm going to let's see, deposit all of you on the map. Oh no. Oh, we've got a map. Oh. Oh, so, this is... Oh, this is so fun, Sam. <laughs> I love this. This is not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make a garbage Exactly dump. how I've always envisioned scrap, <laughs> scrap heap. There are, of course, um, paths through the scrap heap with you know yes. garbage on them. It's pretty hard to make garbage in RPG Maker, at least. <laughs> uh, clearly, no garbage comes out of RPG Maker. If anyone has seen your maps, this needs to be in a museum. It it's, deserves it's, to be in a museum. It's it's beautiful. Um, also, I think we hit the thousand dollar goal uh, for oh Jasper goodness. a little while ago. Ooh. So. Round of applause for that. Um, and I think that we've been bumped up to the next level. So we oh have to goodness. open up your checkbooks, people. It's getting serious now. Oh, yeah. Open up check and fax that <laughs> check page right over. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to spit this D20 out of my mouth because we if had you don't goal. have a fax machine using a telegraph, you don't it's totally for an fine. Actual roll? Into Cthulhu's head. No. It was an ah. <laughs> Pretty good. Because you ate it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sky metal. Um, so you find yourselves standing in... Weirdly, you're in a corner, even though you were just on a path somehow. You just magically are on a corner of a path um, in the scrapyard, which stretches out in front of you on a number of different paths. And there's garbage piled high, but where you are it's been all compacted very neatly and it has a weirdly green cast to the ground here at least but uh what would you like to do where would you like to go blue looks down at the green trash beneath her feet this must be the juice that garrett was talking about be careful all right i unsling both of my bows which is preposterous because i only have two um, but I think you guys are going to hate her. And I guess we'll move forward here. This maze of a trash heap. And uh, seeing the uh, cowboy un, uh, sort of get both of his bows ready, um, Blue's hands will start to glow brightly. The same um, ultraviolet black light sort of glow. And as her hands glow and the glow spreads up her arms you can see fluorescing on her uh poorly dyed 
black clothing, multitudinous blood stains. Uh, (laughs) their blood Um, and (laughs) um, in her left hand her off hand appears um, a curved blade with uh, a handle and sort of a knuckle guard uh, that she is holding um, sort of sideways um, in her hand and on her right hand uh, appears like a metal tube, uh, or what would be metal, but is instead made of glowing energy. Uh, a tube um, that goes up to her elbow with a crescent-shaped blade um, on the end of it, uh, sort of sticking out like a gauntlet with a sort of a an old-style pizza cutter at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. Ned needs about, I don't know, Solid eight more minutes to finish installing the most recent update for Windows security. So if we could all just sit here, not do anything during that time, that would be ideal. Otherwise, oh man, can't you just reschedule that for tomorrow? Oh, uh, <laughs> delay. Oh, uh, I already clicked it. It's fine. It's going to make for great uh, radio. So let's all just, mm-hmm. for the sake of of realism here. Um, no, I'm I'm ready. I am I am the weapon. But uh, Ned will look over at Deep Blue go, you know, I thought that I had known you before, back in high school. Perhaps you were going by Deep Thought then? I don't like to talk about my past. Also, I understand. These, <laughs> also these, she holds up her, her weapons. These are magic. Uh, they're just magic. Yeah, it's like that person said... Uh, uh, they're not they're not technology they're magic the two are indistinguishable so i'm letting you know in case you were confused oh i completely understand i was just wondering if we had crossed paths i went through an edgy period and called myself winter mute for some time before shaking it off getting a linkedin and going by metaverse i was wondering if we had run into each other during that time <laughs> You didn't play chess, did you? If you want to pay three ninety nine for a chess app, I am more than willing to. No, never, never again. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this conversation sucks. Oh, no. He says as he draws his magical longsword. <laughs> Solid. All right. Um, so you've got paths to the um, east and south here. Pick your poison. I mean, not poison. There's no poison. <laughs> Watch out for the juice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the little wizard is going to unclip one of the metal objects from his belt. Uh, you see it appears to be a single piece of metal. Uh, one side is just kind of rounded off like a handle. Other side is sharpened, almost like it's got a cutting edge on it. And he holds it in his right hand and looks around and says, uh, it, it's a spellcasting focus. And he takes a wand out, puts that in his left hand and says, so, uh, not, not, not to brag or anything, but I'm pretty stealthy for, you know, a wizard, uh, the magic. I can, uh, cast a like pass without 
moving or one of those things, you know, uh, might be a good idea for me to go first and kind of try to sneak around these corners, see if we see anything. Go forth, little man. I wish you the best of luck. Yes, I'm not attached to your survival. <laughs> yippee ki partner. Go for it. <laughs> so, uh, Cass, which is the character's name, he is uh, Cassidy Cass Despiel, and he is going to try to stealth forward to this intersection up here in a 16 on the dive uh 32 all right you seem to be undetected if you want to pop yourself over to that intersection and you do see yep. to the south a glowing red sphere about about the size of cassidy's head uh, just sort of floating there about two feet off the ground just hanging out doesn't appear to be sucking any juice out of the ground, but juice might already be gone. Does it appear laid back? It's hard to say. <laughs> it might be a high strong. This seems like thing. something we'd want to sort of spellcraft or knowledge create check. Um, the knowledge would be like a knowledge plane. I'm out. <laughs> I, I have zero ranks in knowledge planes. I may be able to assist. Please, yes, I do. Not going to help, though. That is a nine. Processing. I have returned an 18. Uh, well, with a nine, you're pretty sure that that thing is weird and might be extra planar. And with an 18, I'd say Skynet um, definitely tell it's not alive. It's a weird floating ball well, thing. From, from what I can understand... This ball is not a living, breathing skin wearer like the rest of us. It is from another plane. I know I appreciate wearing skin. I too. Mm, detect magic. 60 foot cone. It definitely detects as magic. Is, is there a set of cherries approaching the, Does Dan see cherries moving yeah, around? There's just some cherries just floating by. <laughs> As you do. They also detect his magic. <laughs> Weirdly, no. Yeah, they detect his magic. Oh, okay. It's just weird cherries. Oh. Does anybody else see those cherries moving around? I thought oh, I saw yeah, something, but maybe it was a set of eyes or somebody's cat or stairs, a bus. <laughs> No, I didn't see any cherries. Outstanding. Carry on. So, we're we're just supposed to kill these things, right? But uh, the the guy in the sweater, you you said they're not alive. So, does that mean we're already done, or? Most certainly, victory is assured. Just collect our prize. This is an easy paycheck. Perhaps the cherries I saw are the source of the juice. I shall go forward to squeeze them. <laughs> Which direction did they go? Where are the cherries now? <laughs> oh, the cherries headed off to the south. Ah, this way. And Dane will start heading south. So, so to be clear, are the cherries 
actually happening, or are they a visual gag that's happening on Roll20 as someone moves cherries around? It's unclear. Or is this a real creature? <laughs> there do appear to be cherries just floating around in this very normal scrapyard where everything right. is as it seems. Sweet, I go chasing the cherries too then. Yes, I will follow Skynet. I suppose our cherry pursuit begins. Diddly. <laughs> yes, quite the jubilee. Oh, oh! Did you just step into the square with the sphere? <gasps> no, I misclicked. Sure. He is going to poke at it as we walk by, though. Uh, do me a favor and roll a d6. Oh. So how many levels are you gonna lose? A uh, three. A three. So, the instant you touch this red sphere, there is a flash of light, and all of a sudden you grow a beard just right out of your face. And I know you already have a beard, but this beard, <laughs> this beard is metal. Whoa. And it's, um, you have the effects of iron beard right now, which is a plus one armor bonus, and a, um, you have the equivalent of cold iron armor spikes. But um, any spellcasting with verbal components has a 20% spell failure chance. Real shame that happened to our wizard. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you see, uh, oddly, as this beard sprouts off, it almost seems to a little too easily tear his current beard off of his face as though it wasn't fully attached. But that's, again, just like with the nose, that's a trick of the light. <laughs> One beard falls to Bolting. the ground. <laughs> Impressive magics, Cass. Are you all right, small man? Uh, and he's tugging at it. I, I, I think I'm okay. I, uh, I did this with magic. Ah, I see. I once heard stories about a, uh, a, a, a biffing spell. You know those, uh, yeah, it's a biffing spell. A biffing spell. Yes, I've, I've heard stories about times when hair grows in places you don't expect. I imagine it's because of magic like this. The kind of spell where you make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> well, Garrett will certainly be perplexed by this. I sure am. While my understanding of wizards is limited, the only one that I've ever had as a companion went by the name Installer. He was a helpful fellow, <laughs> though generally unnecessary past a certain point. But I think he had a beard, too, so this tracks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like we said, awkward silences. Yep. Wow, really yes. opened the gates on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Where are we going? We poking this orb some more to see if anything better happens? I believe we were in pursuit of the cat. The grapes? Cherries. cherries. The cherries of wrath. Let's go get them. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get these cherries. That's the name of the app. <laughs> Episode title. So we can't do anything with this orb, right? It like Does it have the same sort of... like? Uh, when we watch our arcane inclined friend touch it, does it appear to have substance? Does he sort of like... Yeah, this one is 
this one appears to be a uh, sphere of substance mm. or an orb of substance. It is physical, and he definitely touched it, and then he got a metal beard. <laughs> a totally normal metal beard. That we often see when we see well, beards. You know what? It's for charity. I'll go touch the, the orb, oh, too. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, why don't you bounce me a D6? Here we go. Maybe I should use my sky model. <laughs> Yo, I also got a three. <laughs> well then, um, you're, I think that face mask you were wearing bursts off as a uh, metal beard appears on your face as well. Gets very uh, flummoxed for a moment and grabs the bandana, but realizes the bottom half of his face is still covered, so it's okay. <laughs> Ooh, close one. All right, no everybody, come get your beard. Ned, I have no interest in obtaining a beard. Ned seeing facial hair that is metal and not made out of the horse eyebrows or whatever he's currently... I don't know what fake mustaches are made out of on Galeria. But, uh, yeah, he's going to step up, and he's also going to touch the orb for charity. Touch the orb for charity. <laughs> And uh, each time somebody touches it, Cass is just doing this off to the side. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to get a four this time. All right. Ooh. Ooh. With a four. This is a little bit of a weird one for Ned as um, webbing grows between his fingers and toes. <laughs> and um, he feels like he could climb or swim really well right now. Hmm, Like a monkey or a fish? Like a weird combination of a monkey and a fish. Mm. Mm. Went in torch. And uh, I'll bounce a D6. <laughs> Mr. Ned, it seems like you did it improperly. By the way, my name's Marshall Boadell. I don't think I introduced myself in the first half hour of this program. <laughs> it was okay, Bo Sheriff. That'll do. <laughs> I shall call him Bo Jackson, uh, and I rolled a six. six. Do I die instantly? Yeah, I die instantly. I'll bring a new character. It's weird, but, I mean, you could have sworn that Dane Askely was here. Just don't see him anywhere. Oh, no. Small man, what did you do to to our friend? Laner teleport. Now, um, Dane, I should clarify, you're here, but you are completely undetectable. By any means, mundane or magical. Oh my god. <laughs> um, did no. the orb do anything? I don't feel You are speaking different. out of nowhere. No, I'm speaking out of the scrap heap. Fascinating. <laughs> Small man, do not give me a beard. I will touch the orb. <laughs> oh, shoot. My d6 may have fallen. I'm going to roll a d8 and anything above a seven I'll re or anything seven or above I'll reroll. I also rolled a three. <laughs> Hell yeah. You get your beard. The bearded crew. Hey, I didn't. So, oh, so um, the lower part of Blue's face was basically what was visible uh, from her hood. So now there's, you know, the large sort of Emperor Palpatine style hood and there's just a, uh, a shock of uh, silver metal beard hair just sticking out from the bottom of the hood. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, I guess, like, Ned's gonna look around at all of the beards. And, Sam, real quick, so 
for gauge the the webbing um is it up here or is it a is it a deep web no is it is it I was just well it's kind of what, dark what, col oh my what color is it is it a dark it's kind web? of a dark web <laughs> <laughs> just tore that right open uh yeah so i think ned's gonna look around and and, and look at the the fingers and be like not optimal but uh, I believe charity is probably sated and does not touch the orb again. I, I seriously considered it, but this is all I prepared is just, <laughs> just everything past sphere. here is theater of right, the mind. Well, everybody, the sphere of buffs, I call it. This is itchy. Uh, Cast is gonna say, uh, "I, I did all this, but just in case," and he's gonna roll a spellcraft. Uh, that is a 21 to try and figure out what the heck this thing is doing to everyone. Well, with a 21, I think you get the monkey fish that um, Ned was subjected to and the iron beard that uh, three of you got. But um, whatever happened to Dana, who was just here, it's, it's just the weirdest thing. I don't know. He's gone. Scanning. No, he's not. Scanning. Um, and Ned is going to roll a 19 on their spellcraft for a 32. Wow. Well, with a 32, you know that this was a ninth level spell called Impenetrable Veil. <laughs> oh. He has oh. been enchanted um, to be nearly impossible to detect by both magical and mundane means. He grants a bonus to stealth checks equal to half of your caster level. In this case, weirdly... The caster level is only two, so <laughs> his bonus to stealth is only one, even though he's totally imperceptible. Um, he can hide in plain sight even when lacking concealment or cover. Um, he can avoid detection, detection from anyone using blind sight, blind sense, life sense, tremor sense. Leaves no trail unless he chooses to leave one. And is um, invisible to all um, divination spells. The caster level check. Uh, do I know how long this is going to last? Uh, ten minutes per level. Uh, I did just tell you the caster level was only two, weirdly, which is you know so. totally not legal by the rules of Pathfinder. But um, twenty minutes. Nice. Oh, if nice. we got these buffs, let's go run after those cherries. Oh yeah, yeah. let's make tracks. <laughs> now the beards then would only last two minutes, then, yeah, right? The beards only last two minutes, and so does Monkey Fish. <laughs> yeah, so we got we got a haul. I will I will follow Skynet. Yeah, I am uh, making gratuitous swimming motions as I walk forward that I don't need, but it really just it breaks the surface tension of the air a lot better. Mm. That makes sense. <laughs> so as you make your way um, back to the west, and then uh, the trail loops around to the south, and of course there's a big pile of empty bottles and things. And as you make your way further to the south there, you come across... This weird thing sitting in the path. It's another orb, about the same size as the last one, but this one is coated in a strange sort of multi-layered metallic alloy, and uh, it's uh, it's sitting maybe an inch above the ground, and it's probably like about the measuring <laughs> things, and um, it sort of buzzes and thrums as you approach it. And oh, it looks like a mean ball, and I think you might want to roll for initiative. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> it's a mean ball. A mean ball. 
Okay. We have to go into initiative oh, no. order to see who gets our buffs from this first. Oh. How bizarre. <laughs> I was getting all ready to poke it, too. All right. Uh, so I am rolling uh, Dispel Dice uh, Black Emerald from their premiere collection. Uh, I got a 15 on die for a total of 22. Wow. And that turn. That's surely the fast. What's the. That's probably the best I'm going to roll for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> How about uh, Cassidy? Uh, Cassidy got a 16 on this die I got out of a gachapon machine for a 21. Hey, that's uh, good. That's good. And how about Dana, who isn't even here? Uh, Dane a Scully rolled a natural 18 for a dirty 20. Wow. Uh, do I get any cool initiative bonuses from being impenetrably veiled? Um, it doesn't look like there's any init bonus. If this was Tom Dewey, he probably could have rolled stealth for initiative. Mm. It's one. And how about... I remember the character's name, Skynet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam, I'm not on the ball with my 10 right now. That's a little bit of orb humor for everybody in the chat. Please disadvantage my rolls with $6 things. Let's go. That's how we're going to make money. <laughs> finally, Marshall. All right. Um, Marshall is coming in with a 14. 14. All right, and I'm going to sort descending. So, weirdly, the first thing here is going to be a ball. Oh, no. And this weird blue ball is going to, let's see, what what's it going to do? It's going to float its way up to the north from around the corner. I'm going to click on the right tab to see the spell I want. And just a tiny panel opens up on this ball and just a thunderously loud scream shoots out of it in a cone. And I'm going to need reflex saves from um, our two androids, I mean humans, right up in front there. <laughs> I enjoy breathing oxygen. Is this mind-affecting paralysis, poison, or stun? Uh, it is not. Ah. All right, so reflex save. Uh, I This die seems to like me right now. I rolled another 15 uh, for a total of 21. A 21 is a pass. Your boy Sned came in hard with a 16. Um, a 16 is ooh, just barely a fail. Oh. So, here's what happens. We've got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine damage. That's the full damage, so four to uh, Deep Blue. All right. And then, um, yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Nine damage and four damage. There's no other All effect. Right. Uh, from the loud scream that comes out of the ball, and then immediately that panel closes up, and you can't even see that it was ever there. So um, Cassidy is up. Not Cassidy. Never mind. Deep Blue is up. On to C5. Uh, Deep Blue does a five-foot step forward at the screaming orb uh, and will uh, do a full-round attack with her um, plus one shock scissor and her plus one shock wave blade 
Uh, and uh, so I have a bunch of different things here that I can roll. Um, I think I will be doing... Uh, so I'm a brawler, so I get an attack, an offhand attack, and a flurry attack, I think, is what it is, at fifth level. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we'll do power attack flurry, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so here comes the scissor. I'm going to roll this on roll 20, because I have all the macros there. Uh, so that was, oh, that was a 13 to hit. Uh, 13 will no. not. Uh, we'll do the offhand. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> That's an eleven to hit. Eleven um, will also not hit. <laughs> and um, I think uh, do I get an additional? Is it the, an additional offhand attack or is it an additional main no, hand attack? It's another one with your main hand for the. Flirt. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll try again. Eighteen to hit. Uh, 18 hits on the dot. Ah, <laughs> so a little bit discombobulated by the scream, um, Blue steps forward and swings a couple times ineffectively at this remarkably dexterous and uh, dodgeable ball, uh, but manages to hit it with her third attack, uh, dealing uh, 12 piercing damage and one electricity damage. And it doesn't seem like that electricity damage did much of anything to it. It kind of just dances around its metallic eye, but the piercing right. seems to work. All right, all right. All right. Uh, you all said anything else? Oh, um, I think I would like to use as a swift action uh, a martial flexibility to give me a... Um, uh, furious focus, um, which will give me for a power attack, um, will will allow me to ignore the power attack penalty on my first attack. All right. I should have done that before I attacked. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that will take us to um, Cass, who um, since we get another um, donation coming in, uh, you're going to get the hero point from the Jasper's Game Day donation. Uh... So he is. Uh, these two piles of junk are they just difficult terrain or are they impassable? They're just difficult terrain. It's just you know, um, soda cans and all glaring garbage uh, stuff. So that would be twenty feet to get it. You know what? He is going to. Oh, actually, oh, but he could do it down here with Ned. He is going to run past Ned, and he is going to attempt to acrobatics through the space of this strange ball. Alright, go for it. Weird that a wizard would do that. Not a great roll acrobatics. Uh, that is a 17. Um, and you have to get the CMD plus 5? Plus 5, so that's probably not Yeah, that didn't do it. Even though this thing is little, I'm afraid. So he will uh, bounce into it and uh, then get knocked back two spots into uh, Ned's thing. And I think it gets an AOO for my failure also. I well, that one's flat-footed, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so he is stuck behind Ned. And not a whole 
lot he can do with some wand that he has out to use his magic that he definitely has. Maybe a cone attack, so that's not great. Uh, you know what? He will cast his uh, second and last magic missile of the day at this thing. Uh, so mm -hmm. that is an automatic hit, assuming it's affected by magic missile. It appears to be. My dice, I'm slowing us down like crazy. Oh, actually, I already rolled. Uh, so that is four points of damage. All right, and that was red or blue? Uh, that was the one directly in front of Ned, so that is red. Right. Forgot that I bought these uh, neat little Ooh, nice. D4s that actually roll and used a crappy D4 instead. Oh, uh, Sam, I do have to roll some stuff back. I'm very good at being a brawler because I've definitely played it a lot. Um, so I do not actually get a third attack, uh, so... That one doesn't do anything. I don't get a third attack until uh, next level when my BAB goes up to plus six. Um, and also, uh, Marsha Flex is still a move action at fifth level. That is a move action. <laughs> All right. Just take my Sky Metal away. <laughs> All right. Um, that takes us to Dane. Dane uh, is invisible. But he only needs to be heard to be able to inspire his teammates. And he will uh, begin to inspire them and say, Surely we can defeat these spheres for fears. And that'll be a plus two to attack and damage. And he will move up to be behind the very human blue. Uh, accounting for that difficult terrain. And, yep, that's his turn. Standard to inspire and a move. All right, and that takes us to the next orb. Let's see, this orb is going to cast another spell. Let's see what it's going to do. It's going to look at uh, the wizard, the devastating wizard who clearly just cast a spell on it with normal spell skills and uh, I'm gonna need you to make a fortitude save. Uh, does it have to make a concentration check or a cast defensively check? Ah, it does have to cast defensively but I forgot to have it do it so um, good catch. You can take an attack of opportunity. I would love to. Uh, and actually um, Dana can as well. Ned can't because he didn't okay. go um, so just power attack. Oh boy. Uh, so that is a 23 to hit with the plus two from Inspire Courage. <laughs> that will definitely hit. Uh, and that will deal uh, 13 piercing damage and two electricity damage. All right. So does that mean then he needs to make a uh, concentration to see whether I get hit by that or not? Well, hold on, because Dane's going to attack yeah. too in a few yeah. days. It's d d20 plus all the damages oh, forever. So. <laughs> I should have thought this one through. Uh, 17 with the Inspire. Uh, 17 just doesn't quite hit. Dang. Oh, it's 18. Rats. Um, okay. All right, so um, a fort save for... Yep, uh, was a 13, which I'm assuming is probably a fail. That's why I was really hoping he would uh, lose that spell to concentration. Yeah. Yep, uh, so you are sickened for the next seven rounds uh, as oof. a wow, powerful a and time. distressing tone comes out of another weird facet in this weird little ball. 
and it just vibrates at the same frequency as like your skin and it feels gross it is Marshall's turn all right so Marshall's furthest back in the party and all of a sudden you guys start hearing some like snapping and popping as his arms begin to open up like a yes. uh, cultural icon of our generation, General Grievous. Uh, so now he has four arms and he is going to take two shots at the closer orb. That's the one that seems to be pretty much almost surrounded by our party. Uh, I'm using a shot from both bows. Deadly aim is on, point blank shot is on. And with two weapon fighting, I'm still taking a massive penalty. What this is, is a bow nomad archetype of the ranger, which at this level, uh, if you were to ask me if this is better than just being a regular ranger with rapid shot, I would say, yes, mechanically, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. But still, it's fun. It's cool. All right. I got a natural one. So, use your hero point. Of... Oh, do hero point the sky medals allow rerolls? Yeah, and this one, and they're hero points this time around. So yeah. All right. I think it's a little early in the stream, and I'm not clever enough to say something witty to get another hero point or sky medal later. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take the the miss on the chin, but I did get a 14 on the die on the other one. I got a plus nine to that roll, so I'm well in the clear. All right. All right doing a little bit of damage here 12 points of piercing damage nice, nice. and uh, was that on red or blue that would be on red All right with that hot inspire damage too yes i got that clicked on nice. cool, cool. all right it's definitely injured it and that looks like it all went through and i believe that brings us to skynet Think you're muted, totally professional situation we got going on here. I would love to uh, roll to know the orb. I'm glad I practiced that line on my own before I shared it with all of you. <laughs> For a moment, Skynet is quiet and then goes, new audio hardware detected. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's uh, good. So what is knowledge orb? Uh, knowledge orb, that would be dungeoneering. Oh, no. All right. Uh, Sned's got it, though. So let's see if he's truly got it. Ooh. <laughs> Big three for a 17. Uh, that is enough to tell you that you were looking at a cacophonous orb, a tiny aberration. Um, that's about it. <laughs> uh, so Skynet will uh, share with the group. Uh, I believe these are called cacophonous orbs. And then uh, turns to Deep Blue and says, I see that you are having trouble finding hits. Perhaps download Tidal? Just kidding. I'm going to give you an aid another action. Um, hey! <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to be provoking Sam because I am just whacking it with my hand. Um, let's see how that goes. You're saying an aid another Provoke? Well, I'm already oh, making an. I'm making an attack, right? You're making an attack roll, but you're not actually attacking it. Okay, I wasn't really sure there. It doesn't matter because I rolled a three. 
no. But hey, uh, I got my plug oh, for title off, so the check's in the bank. Um, I only have three or four more I gotta get through. I think I can get them all on this side of the street. Uh, that's that's gonna be my turn. I think. Amazing. Um, well, this, uh, blue ball that we're back around to is, um, that same panel's gonna pop open again, and, um, as part of its spell, it gets to burp out another screechy, horrible noise. I'm gonna need reflex saves from Blue, Dane, Skynet, and Cass. Was it casting defensively? Um, it already cast the spell. As part of the spell, it gets to barf these out a couple times. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, reflex saves. Oh. Oh, no. I got a 12. And a 12 is a fail. 16. Plus, I think 16 yeah, failed. 16 just barely fails. Can I be targeted? Or can I even take damage? I'm so invisible, <laughs> it's man. It's an area of effect, so you can't be targeted right now, but you happen to be standing in the... Sounds like a mo... A su- um, mm, it, this veil can still be penetrated. Oh. Um, how about False advertising. Cass and Ned? Uh, Cass got an 18. Hey! Hey, that's a pass. Yep. Old uh, Red Ned Redemption got a 22. That is also a pass, so 7 damage those who failed and three to the ones who passed and you said that was reflex yeah. right so you notice uh oddly that Cass somehow manages to avoid taking any damage that is one slick wizard that is a very wizard. impressive mm-hmm. thing for a wizard to do talk about a flip wizard <laughs> he's still violently vomiting but he manages <laughs> to do it in such a way to avoid all of the it's just he does the damage. He does a pinwheel spray. <laughs> oh my god! It's a, it's a new spell called Shield of Barf. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. And that brings us to Deep Blue. Give, give me a moment. Oh golly! All right. <laughs> um. So, um. Rather than uh, using a move action to martial flexibility, I'm just gonna try to around attack uh, the um, blue thing in front of me, but because it seems like it's hard to hit, I'm not going to do power attack this time. Uh, I am just going to do a regular old flurry. Uh, And I do have a plus two to attack and damage because of the inspire bridge. Hmm. Uh, 16 isn't going to hit, I don't think. uh, Which continues to be disappointing. Uh, let's see if the offhand attack uh, does better. It does, in fact. That is a 19. A 19 will hit. Okay. Um, and so that will be a um, 12 points of damage, uh, piercing or slashing damage, um, and 4 points of electricity damage. All right. Well, once again, the piercing goes through, but it looks like that electricity is just going around the sort of Faraday cage-like exoskeleton of this mm-hmm. thing. All right. Um, oh, um, I'm also reminded, uh, somebody else did a knowledge dungeoneering check, um, which means that if I, if I do a knowledge dungeoneering check on this turn, I can tag a trait that I have called competitive that lets me make the check with a plus one bonus, which would give me a whopping plus four on knowledge dungeoneering. So I'm gonna see if I can get us any more information 
on these strange little aberrations that we're currently fighting. <laughs> I got a four on die for a total of eight. <laughs> Sadly, it's a higher DC than eight. Strangely. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I know something else about these. Never mind, I don't. Alright, uh, are you staying put? Uh, and I think I will move. Uh, I probably should have moved before, but I will five foot step uh, to um, get flanking with Skyned on the red orb. Alright. And I think that'll take us to our resident and wizard. He is. You know, once again, he is going to. Actually, uh, not that a wizard needs to flank, but. <laughs> So I think he is just going to step up directly above and actually I don't want to cast anything while I'm standing directly in front of it anyway. Uh, so he <laughs> is going to attempt to just make a uh, melee attack against Red Orb, which is an odd thing for a wizard to do. And the weapon he's holding looks more like it would be better at throwing anyway, but I did not think this through before I moved my token. <laughs> going to take a stab at it. Uh, so that is a 19 to hit. A 19 will hit? Yeah! A D3 plus 7 piercing. Oh boy. Seven, uh, so that is 9 points of piercing damage. Nice. Including the Inspire Courage. Oh, I forgot about the Inspire Curse. Actually, it all balances out because the Sickened gives me a minus two and the Inspire Curse gives me a plus two. All right. Nice yeah, these done. things are both looking hurt. Yeah. And Dane. Dane will continue the performance and will slash out his plus one longsword at the Red Orb. Nice. Getting the exact same roll as last time. A 17. Is that, does that include your own bonus? It sadly <gasps> does. Uh, this melee monster of a bard uh, does not have a great bonus. And he will just stay there inspirationally. The good thing is nobody can even see him missing. <laughs> there you go. And that's the end of his highly effective turn. See now, Red starting to feel a little bit surrounded, I think. <laughs> For some reason, it just seems. <laughs> it seems scary to be where it is, so I think it's gonna take just a five foot fly up into the air, just hover straight up five feet. You can all still reach it, but it's, you know, just a little bit farther away. And, um, let's see. It can't see Dane, so it's not going to target Dane, but uh, I guess it's going to go at deep blue, and it's going yeah. to uh, open up. It's going to roll to cast defensively. All right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, um, <sighs> and it's going to attempt to fill deep blue's mind with a blaring cacophony of discordant sounds, making it hard for Deep Blue to concentrate. Oh, boy. Make a will save. Okay. Um, and I is... I note that this is a mind-affecting... Okay. Mold. Okay. Um, I will roll 
so with the bonus on uh, mind affecting effects, uh, that is a 14, or sorry, that's a 17. Uh, with a 17, that passes. So, um, nothing happens. Yeah. With my completely uh, normal human bonus to <laughs> mind affecting effects. <laughs> Red is having a bad time and it's very upset. We're up to Marshall Boadil. I got you dead in my sights, Red. <laughs> right where I want you. And uh, he's just going to... Uh, 14 on the die, 15 on the die. That's that's two hits right there. Yeah! yeah. All right. Now keep in mind, much like much of everything else about this build that comes online at 6 <laughs> level, uh, I don't have clustered shots yet if it has any sort of DR. But pretty decent de damage. Uh, first hit would be 12 points of damage. Second hit, 16. Wow. Wow. Max. That's amazing. So that's a total of 28. That is correct. Uh, red tumbles to the ground. Yeah. It had 27 yes. hit points left. Oh. Red's Ooh. dead. <laughs> oh, a hero. Red's dead. <laughs> so that's nice. some redemption. Red's dead, baby. <laughs> That's a cool name. Somebody should use that at some point. <laughs> All right, copyright um, that before anybody else does. <laughs> you're moving anywhere. Whoever uses you... that would be a real rock star, I think. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pun game right, is correct. strong. Oh, uh, it looks like we've gotten uh, another. Oh, I. Uh, yeah, we've gotten another donation. It looks like Steve gets one d four. Is it all? Thank you, whoever did that. A and for charity, too. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> for Steve and charity together. And that brings yes. us to Skynet. Well, Skynet is... Uh, well, he... Yeah. All my plans are foiled by Steve's melee acumen, as always. Um, so, Steve... I think I'm going to step forward uh, five feet and... Looking at, actually, you know what? Take that back. Great radio. I'm going to be standing <laughs> where I am. Uh, and. How do I do All right, I'm going to make a little uh, ranged attack as uh, he looks around at the garbage around him, throws it at him. Um, God, no jokes here. I'm still trying to figure out how to roll. Done this Pathfinder thing once or twice. He looks at the sphere and says, How I wish, how I wish you were sphere. And then throws a Pink Floyd CD that's on the ground out of a telekinetic projectile. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. A uh, 20 will hit. All right. Send him to the dark side of the moon, brother. <laughs> I imagine this. Make him numb. I imagine the CD spinning like a flywheel. It just goes. I guess oh, actually yeah. I probably just hit him with another brick in the wall. And it only was three points of damage. <laughs> But, uh, what, what kind of damage is that? Bludgeoning. Uh, yeah, the CD just plinks off the thing. And Classic off. rock damage, Sam. <laughs> it flies off and lands on a pile of AOL free trial CDs. Oh, no. <laughs> Never to be heard from again. <laughs> All right. Oh, his brother. Excellent turn. All right. Blue is mad. You've made Blue very angry. And it's 
Let's see, you can see two people in front of it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna barf one more um, just ridiculous pile of noise. And I think we're gonna have uh, Cass, Skyned, and Dane um, all make a reflex save. That's the last. This is a very important one. It saves oh, the best no. for last. I, I definitely. I definitely five foot stepped out of that cone intentionally with excellent <laughs> planning on my part. Mm, perfect time for a natural one. Oh man, you're gonna get the hurt here. I think that's quintuple damage for the rules <laughs> of the game. And everybody gets to point and laugh at you if they so desire. <laughs> um, how about yeah. Ned and Cass? Uh, big 18 for Ned. Alright, that's a pass. Mass rolled a 19 for a 26. Nice! Even with his minus two from six. Well, with, with the final round of Sonic Scream, that's two damage for Dane, who failed, and one damage for Ned and Cass. Well, that's good. That's it, I'm out. And once again, Cass uh, somehow manages to completely block the sound out. <laughs> and that'll take us back to Deep Blue. All right. Um, something I forgot to mention, uh, last time Deep Blue took damage, it brought her over two times her hit dice in damage, uh, so, uh, the black light, um, sort of markings on, in, on her face and upper arms, up, she starts glowing again briefly and heals, uh, ten points of damage. And that Battery is... Battery backup. Yes. <laughs> like a normal human. You know, Not like a normal all human. Uh, all of the all of the poorly washed blood stains fluoresce again. It's uh it's great. Not at all disgusting or creepy. Uh, and um so uh, Blue will see that um, Cass is standing in what could be considered a flanking sort of position. Um, if she were to move, can I stand on top of this teddy bear? Yeah. All right. Um she, uh, Blue moves to stand atop the teddy bear and it goes and uh, she will <laughs> shut up I c I'll come back later um, and I will um, once again attack uh, I think I can power attack now probably because I have flanking bonus and inspire courage bonus so let's see how it goes. Looks like you also have a 1d4. Oh. From a donation. Oh, oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, so um, do I have to use that on this roll or? Uh, I think okay. you can add it to a d20 roll of your choice. I think. Okay. Uh, I'll use it on uh, the um, uh, wave blade, I think. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit uh, on the uh, scissor. That's including the um, flanking and everything? Oh, goodness, no. Uh, that's a well, 28 to hit. <laughs> well, don't include the flanking, because this thing can't be flanked, but it's still a hit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, wizard. I was really hoping that I would, that I would be able to allow you some <laughs> flanking. Um, and I will do flurry on the wave blade next. Um... Oh, I didn't need to add a 1d4 to that either for that to hit. That's a 21 to hit. All right, that will hit as well. Uh, so the Scizor does 18 piercing damage. Uh, 
six electricity damage, which hasn't seemed to have done anything so far. Well, six uh, will just get through the tiniest oh, bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, and uh, then the wave blade will do ten piercing damage and no electricity damage, I guess. <laughs> and down goes the blue ball. <sighs> yeah, that's Clatters what I'm talking about. To the ground. And um, now that our brave heroes have defeated these weird little bowling balls hanging out in their path, I think we're at about 5 o'clock. We're going to take a little break. Yeah. Back in 10 minutes. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Thank you so much for your support, everyone. This is amazing. Thank you to everybody that's donated so far. Keep doing it even when we're not here. (laughs) (laughs) Give us more bonuses on our die rolls coming up. Because this thing is flashing many different colors and it's very scary. <laughs> Howdy. Well, <laughs> welcome back to the uh, Pot Against the Machine and other people as well. Uh, Jasper's game day stream of the Brian identity. Um, when we last left off, our heroes had just smashed some weird bowling ball sized metal objects in a garbage dump. And they were chasing cherries through. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I'd call it a smashing success. <laughs> Hero point. I'm not donating. <laughs> oh, well, I, I would, but I'm streaming, so I'm donating my time. No, uh, oh, you heard Zach hates cherries. <laughs> that's it. That's what I heard. Yeah, no, I mean, I really, I, when I got on stream, that's the first thing I said before we started. I was like, now I need, no, I'm kidding. I'm, this is. <laughs> We're going to stop that joke right there. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, We are all happy to be here. Zach, stop winking. We get it. (laughs) Man, I just love doing good things for other people. Uh, Speaking of which, one of you gave a villain point to Sam, and you're lucky I'm streaming right now, and I'm no longer allowed to swear. I got it all out. Everyone can, can... Back me on that one in our little interstice, but yeah, he just didn't even field. take a breath. It was it was, it was wild. truly <laughs> blistering. Uh, you can't laid into the anonymous donor. You can't you can't see it because of the uh, the color balancing, but the air around him is still a little bit blue. It's just clearing now. It's true. Speaking All right. Of, speaking of blue, segues Where are those great. Yeah, um, that was a group segue too. I liked that one a lot. Speaking of blue, how about those cherries? Yeah. It takes a village to give a segue around here, as we know. Um. Um, so I think I would like to, uh, as we move forward into this next hallway, um, Blue would like to make a perception check just to see if there are any other orbs in the area or hiding or uh, if there are any cherries. She will uh, go over to uh, a, you know, a, a, the most regular looking box in the area and stare at it and just calibrating, calibrating. And I will roll perception. <laughs> uh, that is a uh, 27. I got oh, a 16 on die. Very nice. Oh, the- it's the exact number of bridesmaid dresses I have in my closet. Oh. <laughs> Never a Someday bride. Someday you'll get a bride. Someday you'll get to be a bride. 
Uh, with a 27, I think you've got a pretty good view of the giant sphere floating um, in the air not too far away. That is, however, the only orb that is immediately visible. But straight ahead, enemy. a good 70 feet or so, um, after the green garbage gives way to blue garbage, which then gives way to gray garbage, because we have lots of different colors of garbage here on the scrap pile. It's it looks very like the cherries have, have come to a stop against a it, wall. I, I just think it's very considerate that whoever has been occupying this trash pile has thought to sort the garbage into piles based on color. Mm-hmm. Well, Torch doesn't have single stream, single stream scrapping. <laughs> <laughs> Not single scream either. There's a lot of screaming. You yeah, we got a lot in trash. that last one. There was, there was yeah. many screams in that last battle. You put the green trash in the green bins and the blue trash in the blue bins. The gray trash in the gray bins. Anyway, blue will take the lead as we move forward into the blue area. I'm going to quickly take a, a sec to just tap myself with a couple wands. Upgrading. Upgrading. <laughs> and uh, just, just going to tick on my, my mage armor and my shield here. And I'm assuming it has been less than seven minutes since the end of that fight. Yeah, the fight just ended. Yeah, <laughs> The beards are gone. I don't know how long it took Blue to calibrate. Disappeared. Uh, I turn away from the rest of the team, put my bandana back on, and then start feverishly buttoning back up my sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Mysteriously arms disappearing. Your arms were moving very quickly. Uh, I'm imagine- yeah, I get like that sometimes. Have a couple sarsaparillas, start going crazy. Fire and arrows like you wouldn't believe. Sugar goes right to my head. That's incredible. You were moving so fast for a second there and almost looked like you had four of them. Well, I think it's time for me to come clean with you. I am not a human being. What? I am, in fact, a full-grown dwarf. I, you just don't usually see them this tall. <laughs> and when they get this tall, strange things start happening. Uh. It's true. And he gives you a knowing wink. Ah. I wink back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Once you get into the uh, blue garbage, it looks like this is a sort of smaller section of the garbage dump, but there's a turn off further to the west and to yet another section of garbage dump. As blue looks around the corner here uh, to the west, what is this glowing orange circle with five points of light in it. That's a weird glowing orange circle with five points of light in it. Does anyone know anything about weird circles? Our wizard, I'm sure. Uh, Going by this roll, no. That is a natural (laughs) Oh no. Uh, It's still technically a, it'd be an eight if it's, oh wait, no, uh, minus skill checks. Uh, It would be a six if it's spellcraft and it would be a uh, also a six <laughs> if it's arcana. Uh, well, it definitely looks I don't magic. think it matters, man. <laughs> yeah, with those high, high numbers, I, I don't think it matters which skill you were rolling on. Um, looks magic. Looks pretty, 
You never know. One of them might have been a DC-5. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Does anyone else know anything about weird circles? I... Do they fall into the Dungeoneering, Geography, or Nature schools of learning? I think this is more of a... Hold uh, your horses. I, I don't. Neighborino. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sned will fire off a hot arcana there. That is a 25 with a 13 on the die. I would say this um, with that roll you could say that it it looks like some kind of a persistent teleportation effect like if you stand there you'll wind up somewhere else there is a chance that this will teleport us to somewhere else on the map I don't know why I described it as that I'll find out where it goes I can't be detected, so I'm, it's safest for me to go and see. Truly the best one to throw map. off into oblivion <laughs> that we can't find. You'll never find him. <laughs> this could only end well. Okay, what happens when Dane runs heedlessly into the teleportation uh, circle? There's a flash of light, and Dane, who was gone anyways, is gone. So no difference from Ned's perspective. Ned will walk up and say, this isn't that scary. This looks like the door to Elon Musk's house. Takes one step in. <laughs> and in a flash of light, this time everyone sees a change as Ned disappears. It's notoriously boring. Should we follow? What if they went to a place where they died? Where's Grimes? Uh, how easily we were distracted from our goal of the cherries, which alas sit right below us. <laughs> I can see and, them now. Uh, Cherries. Marshall goes into the teleporter too, I guess. Uh, I feel like with his natural one, uh, Cassidy assumes that that's a disintegration circle and is not going to go anywhere near it. So he is just going to continue inching towards the cherries. And he looks at uh, Deep Blue and says, "Uh, you, you do you, but I, I don't trust that thing. And he just kind of side-eyes it and keeps going. I will not Split leave you the party alone, for charity. <laughs> uh, Blue, Blue says, I will not leave you alone, small man, even though you gave me a beard. <laughs> All right. We'll like we also got, proceed forward. We got another donation. We got a hero point. I'm going to hand it over to, um, to Dane this time. Yeah. Boldly going where... Whoever made the teleportation circle has gone before. Now the question is: Now that the party is is split, Aliens. and we're we only have one stream, who do we focus on? Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that, or I would have walked into the portal. <laughs> Honest, honestly, unless there's something that pops out like immediately, go back because we do need to get those cherries, guys. <laughs> We need to focus. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that you reappeared in a room almost identical to the one you left, except the entrance is on the opposite side and the teddy bear in it is gray. Skynet will point <laughs> to the, the grapes beside him and say, image accuracy analysis, 75%. I have found your cherries. Uh, close, my friend. Uh, but perhaps we should return to the other side if this will indeed take us there perhaps we will end up in dagger mark who knows <laughs> oh, if, yeah we dane will step out and back yeah, in let's go 
Yeah, we can check this out later. I'd, I'd do the same. Yeah, stepping out and back in uh, does indeed bring you right back to where you were. No matter how many times you drag your tokens back. <laughs> oh no, I brought the. Let's whole try this for many it. times for charity. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, Cass and Deep Blue. Uh, oh, hello. Basically the same room on the other side of that thing. Oh. Thank you for reconnoitering. You guys are alive? <laughs> I am glad that you exciting. were not disintegrated. We have found the Let's cherries. Let's get them cherries. <laughs> Let's now get them the, cherries. Yeah, now that you're getting close to the cherries, uh, it appears that there is a um, gaunt, gray-skinned, completely hairless uh, figure hovering over the cherries, uh, staring at them. Uh, she looks over at you and she says, Oh, hello. Um, you suck. Were, were these your cherries? We have been pursuing them. Are they yours? Uh, no, I t they just kind of flew up to me while I was making toast. I confused them for a cat earlier. Maybe they want pats. And, uh, she'll no. reach over and pet the cherries. <laughs> the cherries don't respond. Ned will step forward. From the invisible nothingness, uh, <laughs> Dan will, will respond with a friendly, you suck as well. Are you the one that has been drinking all of these bottles of ketchup so messily throughout the maze? And if so, we're sorry to have alarmed you as you appear to have smashed it on the ground. I enjoy drinking ketchup. It's delightful and it's good for your brain. It has good nutrients and good viscosity. I agree. But for value, you should buy the boxed ketchup. It's just as good. Just slap the bag. <laughs> ah, in the Darklands, we do not have boxed ketchup. <laughs> it only comes in glass bottles. <laughs> just imagining the giant. I think that might be boxed ketchup right there. <laughs> hey, so what do you know about these cherries or the orb that's floating around here? That wasn't there yesterday. Were you here yesterday? I'm here periodically. I come up from the Darklands to steal ketchup and bother Garrett while he's sleeping sometimes. But, um, yeah, that orb is new and it's, uh, it's weird. It shoots lasers. It's a whole thing. I wouldn't go near it personally. Fortunately, I think that's exactly our task. Get it going on. Well, that sucks, and not in the good way. In the bad way. <laughs> that remains to be seen if this will indeed suck. I hope it does not. Oh, I tried throwing rocks at it before, and nothing happened, so... Probably try something other than rocks. Write that down, folks. We don't want to be using rocks on this thing. <laughs> Have you seen any indication if it's filled with juice? Or have you seen aliens stealing juice from this orb? I've seen weird balls flying around, and I didn't get really close enough to see if there was any juice involved, but there's probably juice somewhere around here. I mostly go for ketchup myself. Yes, it's canon now. <laughs> Heinz Special Reserve, just on the ground, broken. <laughs> 
bottle. Barrel aged. Barrel aged. There we go. Uh, so Crouch these down. cherries are they just trapped between our bodies now? Yeah, the cherries. Yeah, you know, the cherries look like they want to leave, but they can't Skynet go is anyway. Gonna, most normal human thing. Um, callback to episode two. Bend at the waist, leaning forward, completely <laughs> rigorous and straight. Take a big old chomp. <laughs> cherry chomp for charity. Cherry chomp for charity. Cherry chomp for charity. The charity cherries. Charity, I love it. Ah, well, if you had any ability damage, one of it would be healed, as biting that cherry is the equivalent of a lesser restoration. Wow. Nice. No D6 roll. That is cherry good. And a weird, like, digital um, 200 appears in the air. That's not good. Is there are there additional cherries? Can it, is it like one only one person can consume the cherries, or can we take them with us? Well, there's a second cherry. The okay. first cherry, I'm gonna say that cherry is gone. Ned spoke for the first cherry, but the second cherry is available. Excellent. <laughs> Perhaps it would heal uh, the tum tum of our wizard friend. Oh. Small man. Would you like a nutritious yes, fruit? Yes, well, uh, this, this seems really familiar, but I don't know why. And he's going to grab the other half of the cherry and eat it. <laughs> I think it's ripe. And does that get rid of the last, like, five minutes or whatever of his second? No, but now your vomit is wild cherry flavored, <laughs> so it's cool. It's totally cool. Uh, oh, see. it's not I right. don't <laughs> think lesser restoration actually cures second. <laughs> So oh no! It doesn't cure conditions. It cures fatigued um, and improves exhausted, oh, no. but no, I, it yeah. doesn't. No. Okay, yeah. So he's still violently sick for like several more minutes. Oh no! <laughs> Depending on how long we were messing around with the teleporter. Yeah, I think you still got like two minutes left of illness. But on the plus it side, is. now it's red. Hmm. <laughs> Now, thing is, though, if I only have two minutes left of that, what does Dane have left on his ten minutes of uh, invisibility? Would he have one? That was twenty. Oh, it was twenty. Oh, that's right, because it was oh, level yeah, two. Man. Oh, yeah, so he's fine. Yeah, he's got like thirteen minutes left of being completely <laughs> undetectable. Um, so Skynet wipes the dripping cherry juice from his his neck, where it's all pouring down. Uh, reaches into um, <clears throat> a tiny pouch, uh, moves past the floppy disks, pulls out what looks like a tongue and a weird sticky piece of wax or something, presses it together um, and says, You, skin bag, I believe it's time to join our ranks. And I'm going to cast Suggestion on <gasps> this friend right here. Because our party needs to be bigger. Wow. Roll me a will save. You're making me dig out a stat block from book one of Iron Gods right now. You did this to I yourself. Did. I never should. Thank you so much. You put, a, you put a pawn on the map without having the stat block ready to go? Yeah, Steve knows. What? I've got the PDF open, but it's not on the right page. Oh, All right, I'll roll that d20 while... I try to find the page. It's a pretty good save, but I is don't know. Is it a 19? Know. 
Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. You've joined the ranks. Couldn't we have asked nicely? Welcome to Sphere Squad 6. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. This the name didn't make sense before you joined us, so... <laughs> this is What's your name, music? partner? <laughs> I am known as Seth. All right. I was in well, here we're as a calling joke. you Deputy Seth now. <laughs> oh, so it's actually Seth? It's not just like a random uh, skulker or stalker or whatever those guys were no, called? No, it's Seth. Skulk. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We had to take him. We didn't want him to get Seth behind. Let's and go. I, I have confirmed hey. that she did fail that will save. Excellent. <laughs> Seth's my bud. So, mm. welcome to the mm. welcome to the ranks, Sam. You have a GM NPC now. <laughs> <laughs> tight, tight, tight. Is there ketchup where we're going? Potentially. Oh, yes. All right. Well, um, lead the way. Invisidian trudges onwards, and no one uh, follows because no one knows he left. Look around. <laughs> I'm going this way. Yeah, um, I'm heading west and then south. Yes. Towards like the large orb. It's going to be in front of anybody other than Invisidane, just keeping an eye out for any sort of uh, traps or anything. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll let you head up me, then. Uh, I can uh, do another perception check, or we can just roll the uh, 27 forward uh, as I attempt to help in looking for traps. I do not have trap finding, but I do have good eyes. Yeah, go for it. Here we go. I, uh, completely uh, running counter to my regular dice luck, have just rolled a natural 20 on this die, leading to a total of 31 for my perception. Nice. Well, the coast looks mostly clear. You're not seeing any traps. Except Do for I see any ketchup? Room temperature fish. Did I notice that <laughs> with that nat 20? Because that seems like a straight-up violation of food health rules. Well, you are in a literal garbage dump. I guess that's true. And there's broken bottles of ketchup uh, everywhere. And I think Seth left the <laughs> fish around as a bridge too far even for her. But uh, Are there any unbroken bottles of ketchup? Not that you've seen. All right. She's if I thorough. find an unbroken bottle of ketchup, I, uh, I would like to take it. Like any normal human, just put it all over that room temp fish and just go straight yes, in. Yes, right? and but- go to town, as they say. As the pod's vegan, that's how I understand people normally consume fish with just a bottle of ketchup on top of it. <laughs> room temperature fish with a bottle of ketchup. about once a week. Yes, we, can, we consume it room temperature and raw. Wait, does, does pokey come with uh, ketchup in Florida? Because I feel like that's the only <laughs> state it, it was. It does not. <laughs> you have to be okay. I'm interested to try some with ketchup and see how it tastes. <laughs> Everything's better with ketchup. Especially yogurt. <laughs> uh, and for Cass's uh, perception, just looking for any kind of traps or anything, that is a 25 or a 27 for any magical traps. Yeah, there definitely don't appear to be any traps. Um, you can see from where you're standing the yellow section of the garbage dump, which, uh, as far as you can tell, is kind of identical to the gray section of the garbage dump, as if this whole place was a giant mirror mm. I don't know who would mm. make the effort of making the same thing four times in different colors it seems crazy but perhaps mm. some ketchup <laughs> drunk individual just odd way to lay out a scrap heap <laughs> <laughs> well, your garbage Maybe. dumps don't have 10 foot wide paths um, running in 
complicated maze-like corridors? Maybe I did it's... just watch 13 Ghosts, and that's exactly how a garbage dump is portrayed oh. in it. Excellent cinema, in case anyone's... Perhaps it's the work of some uh, person who likes to um, take garbage and put it in uh, large groups, packs, one might say, uh, a man who likes to make packs, a uh, <laughs> pack man of some sort. <laughs> I don't follow your strange words, Miss Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sam, uh, I thought Seth was giving us Overwatch. So are they, um, they got their composite bow out? They're up here somewhere? Um, Seth is, she's <laughs> not doing anything crazy like that. She's just following along. She doesn't have a crossbow, does she? Now you're making me doubt my stat block. No. <laughs> no How many crossbow. levels in Gentleman does Seth have at this point? Because... <laughs> So many. She's a walking Old Spice commercial. She was like... Oh, no, I was going to say I thought she was a spellcaster, but I think the one we never met that died was a spellcaster. Well, as you um, approach, and the ground here is getting pretty steep as you scramble your way up the highest garbage pile in the entire scrapyard, and you can see, hovering in the air above it, this strange sphere that just keeps changing color. And it's about 25 feet um, in diameter. I'm gonna just pop it right up on the screen there because I'm so <laughs> proud of my GIF. It's That's so right, good. I said GIF. Mm. It's so it good, a, it Sam, is, I loved it. <laughs> it is truly a gift to us all. Oh, yeah, that's yes. Great, great <laughs> job. Great job. Uh, but as you approach, um, it makes this weird sort of noise and um, a tiny sphere comes out of it and then another and another tiny sphere and then a bigger and a big sphere comes out and then a, a second and a big sphere comes out and these <laughs> spheres just look menacing as all get out. So I'm oh going to need everyone to roll for initiative. Oh Are you saying boy. the gang is all sphere, Sam? Because it looks like it. <laughs> Hey, hey. I cannot keep up with these puns. I'm trying so hard. I'm getting I'm getting lapped by you guys. This is the only skill I bring to the game of Pathfinder. It's all right. Steve, keep your spirits oh. up. It's good to right, spear you know, so you know, many puns we were, in this. When we were talking about ketchup on fish, I thought there might be some like hokey poke thing going there. <laughs> but never really had a moment to deliver that well, so I'm just sitting on that. <laughs> that's oh, that's all I got. so good, though. <laughs> that's so good. Just, just never had a good time to deliver it. <laughs> all right. Um, I think I'm going to roll my D4 here that I got earlier. Uh, all right. I'm rolling um, such absurd initiatives for all these things. Oh, oh no. Oh dear. <laughs> Maybe I want to use my hero point reroll as well. Yeah, nah, I'm going to use up. mine on a net too. Yeah, same. Yeah. Because I rolled I a net a, one. I got a six. Let's, let's reroll that. Can I use my d4 after I've already rolled? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, I cool. Have, I have an important question. If you do a reroll and it's worse, do you need to take it? I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> I think you take the second roll, don't you? Yeah. 
Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna start um, with the order I see people in on my screen, so how about Cass? Uh, he got a 15 for a 20. Oh, actually, uh, does second effect initiative roll? Mm, probably, it's a skill check. Okay, then he actually got an 18. Alright, and Ned? Uh, Ned got a 14 using my Sky Metal. Thank you so very much. Uh, Marshall. I got a 12. Alright, and... That was with a 3 on the D4. It's real bad. How about blue? Uh, so I got a 6 on die, and then I re-rolled it, and I got a 3 on die. Uh, so with my bonuses and with the 1D4 that I got, helpfully, um, that is a 13. Just where you want your bar to be at dead last. Uh, don't worry, I used that hero point to reroll my natural one and got a natural three. Hey! Bringing me up to a hot five. Wow. Three buddies. So, uh, what I'm hearing is we just burned a lot of hero points. Almost <laughs> all of the hero points on the board. And, um. For some truly middling initiative rolls. <laughs> Solid. So our orange friend is the first orb that is going to get a turn here. And you've seen these things before. So you know about what their deal is. Or do you? They have entirely different spells. And this orange one is going to send a spell out and it's going to target Marshall. I'm going to need... No! gonna need a, a will save from you as a weird little noisemaker comes out of the side of the thing and spins around and goes like wow 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 and for some reason you think that's just really funny ranger got a lot of things that key off wisdom huh will save very bad oh uh 16 just barely passed oh. yes yes sadly you are not affected I hate this laughter. And that was, I didn't even think about that one until <laughs> after son, I cast you it. You son of a gun. <laughs> and then the title screen the rolls. I was like, hey, I did the thing. <laughs> hey. You know what? You know what? I'm going to throw the hero point out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want to lose this. Let's go. Oh, Steve, you got another 1d4 from the, from the chat. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And, um... Yeah, it looks like at some point Zach also got a hero point from the chat as well. Which nice. I used on my initiative. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I have another one kicking around, but I used that one for my reroll. Just keep reusing them on things that don't wind up helping you at all, I think nope. is the key. <laughs> mm -hmm. Zero points for me. That's how and, it goes. And green is going to... Yeah, it's gonna fly forward and once it is here just sort of right in front of a lot of people it's gonna strike the ground in front of it like just bounces right off of that rocky metally garbage oh. and um, fills the area with the thunder of pounding drums I am going to need fortitude saves from Cass uh, does that provoke from standing right next to Cass when it doesn't? No, because Cass is flat-footed. 
Oh, hasn't moved yet. Yep. So Cass, Skynid, uh, Marshall, Blue, and um, Dane as well. Is this mind affecting paralysis, poison, or stun for totally normal human purposes? It is not (laughs) any of those things. Oh, no. It's a fortitude save. So um, how about Blue? What'd you get? I got another three on die, Sam, for a total of 11. That's pretty bad. That's going to fail. Yeah. Um, I love that three on the die thing. So I'm going to try that with a six. (laughs) Nice. See how that works. And um, how about Cass? Cass rolled a 17, which would have been a 20, but it's actually... Oh, wait, no, it's minus 2. So I just wrote 19 in there, but it's not. It's 18. All right. 18's a pass. And we need Dane and Marshall still. I heard you like threes on the die. So (laughs) I got some threes on the die. (laughs) Throw some threes on on that. I'm sorry. I can't even say that word. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a 10 total. That's a fail as well. Uh, does a yeah, 16 a total save? Uh, 16 fails by one. So here's, ah, here's the super feeling. fun thing. That explosion of sound that just rippled through the ground knocks everybody prone except for Cass and does 16 sonic damage to everyone oh. except for Cass who would take oh eight God. if he wasn't so darn slippery. Well, oh. I think he still takes eight because oh, I think his thing is only for reflex saves. What what? Uh, I'm going to put a little uh, symbol on my token that is the guy going, "Ow, my back!" So that I am. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing we have Seth here, who has taken cleric levels and uh-huh. can channel. Yeah, our war yes. priest, Seth. Let's go. Seth says, "Why are you all falling down? <laughs> is, is it night? Is it is it late?" <laughs> Yes, I am undertaking the so human activity known as sleeping. Oops. Oh yeah, gotta take it. Now this uh, bigger, uh, redder blob here is um, just a spherical mass of gelatinous polymer with an outer surface. Looks all, looks all goopy, gummy. It smells vaguely of sour milk. Mmm. <laughs> ah. And, uh, yogurt orb yeah it's just gonna fly right on over to the wizard and go for the slam the blobby blob slam it's a pretty bad roll that is 16 that actually misses which i was surprised because i do not have a super great ac flat-footed oh uh flat-footed no flat-footed it absolutely oh this is this is not good for you um so that is just to seven damage, and um, oh, that's not good. And a uh, free attempt to grapple, which I is a uh, yeah. twenty-one to grapple. Flat-footed is quite a bit less than that. So you are currently <laughs> stuck to the gooey, gooey ball and grappled. Awesome. <laughs> and it's your turn. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody happen to have the grapple chart up for whether or not you can spell cast while so, grapple? So, uh, fun, fun fact, in uh, To Heaven to Roll, if you get grappled, or if something initiates a grapple, it dies immediately. <laughs> Oof. No. Um, but in the, the rules as written, it's very difficult <laughs> <laughs> to cast a spell while grapple. Yeah, the concentration check, I think, isn't it? It's not easy. Just ask Lyra. Yeah. 
Oh. oh no. Yeah, so I mean, you can make a concentration check, which is basically like 10 plus the attacker's CMB, and then the spell level. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if the CMB is high. I don't know, it's for charity. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Don't be a coward for charity. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not casting this as a spell, I'm doing a UN. Uh, what would it be for doing a UMD, though? Right. I don't think using a yeah, magic think it, which, oh. Wait, like, what are you using as a spell completion item, the wand? Yeah. yeah I think you can just do it. Yeah. Because it doesn't I forgot, because I burned my actual spells that I can use as a totally spellcaster. Yeah. So I'm just using a magic device. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to my class, if I'm using this one, I don't have to roll a UMD check for it. Nice. So he is just going to... I'm assuming he will take two attacks of opportunity from doing this directly in front of these two things. But he is absolutely just going to cast from the wand in his left hand, uh, burning hands. And I believe wands don't in a provoke. a 15-foot cone. Oh, wands don't provoke, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Wand. Because I did not have a whole lot of money. Uh, oh, that is so. <laughs> both of these things take a whopping one point of fire damage. <laughs> oh. What's the DC in that save there? Not that it matters because it's still going to be one. Even if they pass. Uh, there is no DC for burning hands. Oh, there's no reflex? Not that I right, see no, it's a There reflex should be a reflex save. Yeah, it should be a reflex, but it doesn't it be like max 5d4 with a reflex save. Yeah. Oh, reflex half, yeah. Uh, a one. I guess it would just be the. It's probably like eleven sure. or what a... twelve. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I think it would just be ten plus the thing because it's just the wand. Yeah. So probably DC eleven. Yeah. So eleven. Yeah. Well, there's. Don't forget that orange one has the grappled condition. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That one did fail. Wow. It's still just the one damage. Thanks. Yeah. All right, Skynet. All right, your boy wants to throw knowledges all around. So what would you like me to roll? These are all dungeoneering all the time. All dungeoneering all the time. Let's go. All right, 17 on the die for a 29. For which one? Uh, the big one. Uh, I'm going to call big... him Roy, as in Roy Orbison. <laughs> That's for all the people that listen to music from the 60s. I thought you were saying Roy as in Roy G. Biv, because it's all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, what I was oh, whatever. Listen to some guitar music, everybody. Come on. <laughs> That is going to uh, let you know that this is a giant goose sphere. A, um, <laughs> no, that's not a really? real thing. <laughs> a variation on a monster from Frog God Games. Oh, no. <laughs> which um, I found while we were recording another episode, and I just listened back to the audio of me finding it and going, oh, I have to put that in Brian. <laughs> uh, can I? All right. Do I get any questions about um, Yeah, you get uh, Guther Vandross? Three questions three, about the three. giant goose sphere. All right. Uh, the first thing I want to know about Guther is if he is affected by mind affecting or any of them. Really. Yeah. Um, it is affected by mind affected. Its only special defenses are all around vision, um, so it can't be flanked. Amorphous, so immunity to sleep, sneak attacks, and immunity to electricity and cold. Um, real quick, as an aside, free action, deep blue. You still need to know the classification of 
Guther Vandross. Yes. Who is Guther? Tell me about Guther Vandross. Let's go. Well, it is a large aberration. All right. Go for that aberration. Uh, anybody have any requests for my last question? Anybody from the Twitch chat? Besides reminding me that Roy Orbison was active in the 80s. I'm aware of the traveling Wilburys. It's all right. All the way to the end of the line. It's fine. I'm old. Look at this face. As this a Tom Petty fan, I was waiting for a point to also tell you that they were active in the 80s. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, no, um, so last question, anybody, otherwise I'm going to just go with special defenses. Um, well, gave uh, you special, defenses. special attacks. Yeah. That's what I, I said, think, so. uh, or maybe, um, if it has spell-like abilities, cause the other things have been casting spells. Spell-like abilities. That's what I said, Sam. Well, this one doesn't have any spell-like <laughs> abilities. It's much more. Oh, more special attacks. That's what I said, Sam. <laughs> it has special <laughs> attacks, uh, including the ability to automatically grapple you when it hits you with its sticky, sticky body. Mm -hmm. And um, when it has you grappled, uh, if you don't escape, it can swallow you whole into oh. its gooey, goopy guts. All right. Why did I just use that? <laughs> oh no! What podcast am I on? Oh gosh! Oh guys! Well, I'm God so sorry. Um, all right. Well, uh, dispersing all of that knowledge to his compatriots, Skynet is going to make eyes at Guther, and he's going to say, um, uh, uh, "Don't you wish all these spears won't hear? Why am I doing the voice again? Don't you wish all these spears weren't here?" Uh, you're not having a ball. Roll me a will save. A will save for the very willful ball. Goo. Skynet has a cigarette. Oh. Is that less than a 19? Sadly, it's not. It didn't have a very good chance of succeeding on that. And he got Oh, man. Um. Wait. I have another. Do, do we start with a hero point, Sam? No. 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 No one's going to disadvantage you. That's <sighs> fine. That's okay. All right. That's the end of my turn. All right. Um, that takes us to Deep Blue. Okay. Uh, well, I believe I need to stand up. Um, so uh, I have a question. Because putting on martial flexibility usually uses a move action, and standing usually uses a move action. Can I do one of those as my standard action? Yeah, it's just taking okay. two move actions instead of a move and a standard. Okay, uh, so yeah, I guess for my turn, I will uh, stand up and I will um, martial flexibility. Um, what is it? A dedicated adversary, um, which gives me favorite enemy bonuses plus two against a specific kind of creature. Uh, and I think right now I would like to do that against the... Um, not Roy right now, but um, or Guther, uh, I suppose. Um, but um, against the smaller metal balls uh, okay. that we identified earlier uh, so that I can attack them next round. So as as the martial flexibility activates, 
you sort of see uh, beneath the the wrappings and the rags of um, around Deep Blue's body, uh, there's some sort of shifting beneath them as like some of her muscles become more pronounced and others sort of like shrink down a little bit as she prepares to fight this particular enemy. All right, and I think that'll bring us to Marshall. All right, Marshall is also prone, so he's going to stand up and then just, because I can't full round attack with that move action, only one of his arms is going to General Grievous open (laughs) and uh, he makes a shot with his long bow. This is deadly aim, point blank shot, and I'm going to be targeting the creature that is currently grappling my buddy here because I don't want him to get swallowed. All right. Hmm. I am going to a d4 on there. Yeah. I am current, which might do it, but I'm not confident. How Very about skills, an man. 18? Ooh, an 18 right. will hit the giant goose spear. Sweet. And we're looking at 13 points piercing damage. Nice. That is a big chunk out of the red goose spear. It's looking drippy. <laughs> All right, now I have to find Seth's character sheet again. <laughs> Level five drunken master just inebriated <laughs> off of like hard ketchup. Mike's hard ketchup, that is. She's going to five foot step up to the goose sphere and go after it with her masterwork short sword. That is definitely a hit. Nice. Sweet. What kind of damage are we looking at here? That's the wrong PDF. What kind of damage does she do? Terrible damage. (laughs) Two damage. Killed it. It's, it's still alive, though. I don't. I thought it was supposed to be dead. Anyways, the giant goose sphere number two is going to roll its way down. And I wish I had that rolling pumpkin sound effect. It's going to roll its way over to Skynet. And it's oh gonna no! Try, try oh to no! No! Uh, that is a 19. You gotta bring a 20 if you wanna slam oh! this Skynet, buddy. Wow, it's messed up. I know, min-maxing <laughs> on this Skynet here. Alright, well that brings us to the big one. That big one hanging up in the air. Mm-hmm. And let's see, it's gonna roll a how many combatants do we have on stage here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's gonna roll a d10. Guther, no. Can't see me. That's true. That's true. It John can't Cena see you. status. <laughs> so, one, two, three, four, five. Cass, I need you to roll me a D8. Cass. Jero. Jero. D- oh, D8. sorry. I'm still look, trying to look up uh, how to save his. Uh, if it's saved, they're different. D8 got a four. Four. Alright, you're gonna need to make me a fortitude save as a stream of green gas shoots out of the sphere at you. This is going poorly. That is a five. Oh no. Oh, no. 
Alright, well, you are, in addition to being sick and grappled, you are poisoned and take one wisdom oh. damage. Oh no! <laughs> oh, he don't need it. <laughs> no! More of these ninth level spell shenanigans. Um, and Dane is up. Save us, Dane. Dane's about to be up as he stands from being prone. Hey! Uh, and then he will inspire his allies and say... Time to take down Lex Guther. <laughs> it's for you, Corey. I can't wait till that ruby go. <laughs> nice. No, yeah, I mean, that, was a, that was a standard and a move. Nothing cool I can do with my Swift. If you want to hear many options for what people can do with a cool swift action, listen to Pot Against the Machine releasing every Wednesday. Cacophonous. I'm sold. <laughs> Orange Cacophonous Orb is going to take a step up into this ridiculous crowd. Oh no. And what's it going to do? Um. I don't remember what half of these spells do. This thing has so many <laughs> spell like abilities. <laughs> It is going to shoot. That's the wrong spell. Yeah, it's going to open up. It's going to cast offensively. Because I only make that mistake once per stream. And it's not threatened anyways. So never mind. <laughs> and then it's going to um, shoot a weird beam out of a noisemaker-like tube directly at, uh, at Blue. Alright! We'll save! Will I save? Alright. Will I save? Oh no! Uh, that is a natural one, Sam. Well, for the next two rounds, you are unable to speak intelligibly in any language. <laughs> Incredible! <I love> that. <laughs> Leave it a bow bow. Let's see. And then we're gonna go to green. And green is gonna use a completely different spell-like ability. And it is going to cast defensively. And oh god, what's this concentration check? Alright, I got it. It is going to look at sky No, it is that a 30-foot radius? A speaker pops out of the top of this thing and just, like, the worst insults you have ever heard um, just come out of this thing um, as it swears and says lots of things that are not okay for the radio. And I'm going to need reflex saves from everyone. All right, uh, as we roll those, it looks like um, Zach needs help re-entering the Zoom room. Uh-oh. We lost Zach. Yeah. He's in the waiting room, it looks like. He's connecting. Hey, He's back. there we He's go. Back. Solid. I am so sorry. I lost the internet to literally everything, which I assume is because I have impinged on Disney's IP at least <gasps> three times. So that's They've pretty normal. They've come to get you. <laughs> yeah. Well, as payment... Oh them. no, this is the worst <laughs> thing to come back to. Well, everybody's got to make them. So, how many how many uh, Sky Medals did I get in my absence? Like four or five? Uh, I think so. I got a 17. 17 passes. 
I also got a 17. How about a 14? 14's a fail. How about a 14, but you feel bad for me about what just happened? The, uh, the... The rarely brought up pity bonus. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, totally. James Jacob eroded that on the boards. I'm going to say that every time we do a stream until he also <laughs> sues me. James Jacobs eroded that specifically for Zach. Mm -hmm. It's true. I'm pitiable. Mm -hmm. And how about... Uh, also, well, he loves uh, your performance on uh, Pot Against the Machine. <laughs> Instead of making everybody list out their saves, I'll say anybody who doesn't hit a um, DC 16 takes seven points of fire damage oh, no. from just the blistering heat of that thing's invective. It's oh. Half, I'm guessing, yeah, if, you pass. if you pass. Blistering invective. That's no. a really interesting spell. <laughs> Alright. Three points. And the Goose Fear is going to make a grapple check to maintain the grapple on Cass. And... It's gonna succeed because that's a yeah. Point. It just has to beat a fifteen. Well, the good news is that you have been eaten by a block. <gasps> oh, oh. So, um, on the way in, it gives you that nice crunch, crunch for eight damage, and you are mm. inside a blob. And it's your turn. Well, it's nice knowing you. Yeah. And <laughs> instead of having a ball, the ball is having you. <laughs> Poor guy. He wasn't even supposed to be here. I'm not, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> I was two days away from retirement. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so. I think we can all agree. We didn't learn that these things are weak against any specific. No, they, I mean, they uh, seem to be pretty easy to but hit. But they wouldn't be weaker against a silver or cold iron. Not that you heard. <laughs> so he's going to stick with his... Uh, item he's already holding, and he is going to attempt to cut his way out of this, I guess. I only have a plus four. Oh, because I'm grappled, right? Is an 18 to hit. That hits the goo all around you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a d3 plus one still. It's again a d6 doing, I mean, five, six. That is a two, so that is one plus one. That is two points of damage. Uh, if you can hear... The inspiration, you get two more on that, BBE. Oh, right, the inspiration, yeah. So that is uh, four points of damage. You have cut your way out. You have to take inspiration yeah! back on. You have ah. cut your way free. Oh, wow. the bubble. And this thing looks like it's just going to fall apart right yeah, now. That's all he can do, though. Unless uh, he's still grappled even free. No, right? you're free free. Oh. Uh, then he's got a five-foot step back next to Ned. I can't imagine why. Get out of there. Oh, no. Did you... <laughs> I can't five foot step away. Could you five foot step <laughs> here, possibly? Actually, yeah. Let me do it diagonally to go behind Seth, actually, so that Ned doesn't uh, die. Tactics. <laughs> but also, I wanted to go in that square too. Oh, no. <laughs> when in doubt, put all of the spellcasters right up Just front. Just shuffle. <laughs> Uh, Ned is up. Uh, Ned is going to take a five-foot step into the desired square. I'm so sorry, Shooty Woody. Uh, but he's going to point, again, at Guther Vandross. Not Goofy Goo or... Uh, I, don't, I don't got one for this one. Uh, John Wilkes Guth. Neither of these two. <laughs> but the one in the back. I need another will save from him. 
From the big big? Them. Yeah, them. I don't know why I just gendered the ball. Don't gender the ball. <laughs> you can do anything to the orb, but do not gender the orb. Alright, I think the orb is definitely going to pass this will save. What is up with you? But, weirdly, as it gets hit with the spell, it gets a little bit smaller, and it gets a little bit lower. It's weird. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well... If it passes again, then I am just going to... That's the end of my turn. All right, Deep Blue. All right. Um, I guess I will... Um, now, I can't charge through spaces, including allies, right? Um, okay. Um, all right. Do you have dragon style? <laughs> I... I'm currently uh, with. I currently have dedicated adversary up. I don't have. I could bring dragon style up as a move action, but that's sort of. Uh, I need to use my move action this turn, so I will um, just. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, move past um, Skyned up to one of the little uh, spellcasty orb things. What were they called again? Cacophonous orbs. Cacophonous orbs. Yes. Uh, I would like to attack green. Um, I can only do the one attack this round, uh, but I will put all of my might into it, and I will power attack at the little orb with my scissor. Oh, oh my. Uh, does a 29 hit sound? That will. Is that a critical threat? No. <laughs> a bummer. That's such a high um, number. Yeah, it's, a, it's an 18 on die. It actually is a critical threat from my wave blade, which is my offhand weapon. Um, but, um, so, yeah, so that is, uh, 16 points of piercing damage, and then there's no electricity damage gets through that, uh. Alright, nice good hit on that thing, and I think that'll bring us up to our bow marshal. Yeah! So, Marshal Bowdell is going to five-foot step into the space that was immediately vacated. Very pleased about that. And he is going to do basically the same thing that I do is shoot twice around. Um, my first attack, I'm going to tar the target that I was targeting before that um, Cast just cut his way out of to see if I can finish it off, and I might shift my targets. That's goosey goo. <laughs> 17 on the die. That's gonna hit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the other one is named John Resnick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 12 more points of piercing damage. Yeah. And it splatters to the ground and just leeches out everywhere. It's gross. Sweet. That is gone. All right, did we have another one that's taken damage so far? Uh, the little green uh, one's taken damage. Yes, I smacked that one as I went up. Let's see if I can't get off the board. I'm guessing not. I think it still has a little bit more hit points. Did we learn that these things are immune to poison? Does anybody remember that? They are not immune to poison. Now I don't remember right. if I gave you their immunities. <laughs> well, we oh, not okay. poison. You didn't mention well, it. Free in info. Yeah. Well, oh. Well, I'm going to shoot him with, with a special arrow Ooh. and uh, see what happens. Yeah, okay. yeah, go for it. I think I got him. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Sweet. So the arrow that I used was the only special I have because the budget got real tight <laughs> when you have two magical bows. Understandable. Um, it was a thistle arrow. So basically it does does damage regular. So let's, let's get that going. 
That is going to be 13 points of damage. And then it is going to deal an additional one point of damage each round for 1d6 rounds nice. from the irritating sap. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> Irritate the goo with other goo. That is irritating. Oh, man. One gold, that was my one gold piece well spent for two rounds of goo damage. Nice. Oh, um, I... I forgot to add my favorite enemy uh, damage, so uh, you can actually add two more points of damage from me oh, wow. on, the, uh, nice. on the green guy. Okay. So many bonuses. Seth is going to step up into the gooey, gooey square, and she's going to try to stab green as well. Yeah. And it will hit, so she will do some terrible damage to green. One damage. Hey, if she's my ally right now, that's three. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Good. Okay. And let's see. The goose fear that is not dead. Um, well, it's standing right next to blue, so it's going to power <laughs> attack this time. Oh, boy. That was a bad decision. Does seven hit? No. Blue dodges the goo. The goo does not hit blue. <laughs> All right, well, we are going to roll out how many combatants are we down? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Roll a d8 to see what happens. Five, six. Skynid, can you bounce me a d8? <laughs> yes, of course. Six. Um, make me a will save. All right, is this, uh... That whole list of stuff that I told you before. <laughs> Excellent. That's why we pay you the big GM bucks, Sam. <laughs> mm. The big Ned coin. All, All right, Ned that's coin. a 23. <laughs> wow. All right, well, a weird beam of indigo light hits you and nothing happens. Guther, how could you? <laughs> and Dane is up. And uh, Dane's going to continue performing. He wishes also that he could charge through an ally square, but barred dragon style. No. Uh, he will, however, brush past uh, Marshall to take a swing at the blue feller. John Wilkes Goof? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was John Wilkes Booth. Yes, I believe that was Zach. And let's see. Oh, for the love. <laughs> Literally every attack this this session has been a 10, I'm pretty sure. So it's 17 again. Uh, 17 will hit the, the big boy. <gasps> hey! It's a lot easier to hit than the little ones. There we go. There we go. Good, I need that. Oh, maximum damage. That is 12 from the plus one long yeah. sword. That looks like it hurt a bat. And he says, uh, ingubitably. <laughs> no! <laughs> and that's his thing. <laughs> All right. Well, on Orange's turn, um, there's a weird flash of light. And it just disappears. Did it cast it? That's really fun. Um, and then on Green's turn, let's see. Green is going to remember what any of these things do. It is gonna. It'll just do a, a scream at. Um, we'll aim it at Blue. 
right. Uh, and then well, it'll do a five foot step back so it doesn't have to cast uh, defensively and go for uh, blue and set. So I do need <laughs> um, reflex saves as it screams at you. All right. 23. That will pass. And Seth passes as well, so you both take five damage. All right. And this one is not on the counter anymore because it's dead, so casting Dispel is okay. Which, by the way, was not the name I came up for. I'm guessing you typed that in there for the, and it is much better than Cassidy. <laughs> I wish I had come up with that. Uh, but he is going to just throw his wand on the ground and step on it. Uh, <laughs> after doing that, he is going to take his uh, spell casting focus and he is going to throw it at Green. <laughs> uh, so that is a 15 on the die. Uh, not grappled, but sickened. That is a 25. That will hit. Okay, and that is a 1d3 plus... Why is that plus 5 now? What changed? Uh, Inspiration? Singing? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is still only a 1... On, oh, wait, that was a deep one. Uh, that's still just a 1. So that is uh, 6 points of damage. Alright, that orb is looking And rough. then it teleports back onto his belt. Blink back belt! After it hits that Yeah! One. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay. Love that one. Uh, does that bring us up to Ned? Oh, yeah. All right. He narrows his beady little eyes at, uh, at Guther in the back. One more time, Sam. I want a will save. And it's going to be a little even. I'm going to spend a couple phrenic pool points to make this even more difficult. Roll me a will save. All right. Uh, looking at a 21. What is wrong with you? Why do you hate charity? I want you to look into the screen and tell everybody that's gathered here to raise money for charity why you hate it. I just, it. I just do, you know? <laughs> just, Hear that, mods? I, I'm just Kick a him. bad person. Kick him right now, out the door. But it does, once again, retract and sink closer to the ground from this attention that you're paying it. All right, and uh, five foot step up to give a clearer shot to my multi-normal armed friend. Normal. Thank you. Matt Barnes. Oops. So to interject and say that the opinions of Sam do not represent those of Podbean's <laughs> machine or its other members. As Thank always. Alright, I think I accidentally double-clicked and passed Blue, but it is Blue's turn. It's okay, Sam. I forgive you. Um, I Blue is going to five-foot step forward and uh, flurry on the cacophonous orb so with my buffs up now I get a plus four to attack and damage with the combined inspire courage and favorite enemy bonuses uh, and so I I will not power attack because this thing is hard to hit but I will flurry here we go <gasps> oh Ooh. I got a natural 20 go. on my scissor uh, with a uh 32 to confirm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that deals uh, 27 
uh, piercing damage. Unless, does the Inspire Courage bonus also get doubled? Probably, but it doesn't really matter because this thing just basically explodes into shards. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so I will turn around to uh, John Wilkes Goof behind me uh, as Blue whirls around with her wave blade uh, and does her offhand flurry attack. And that is a 22 to hit. Uh, 22 will hit. And that does 15 points of, of piercing damage or slashing damage and four points of electricity damage. That's a double kill right there. Oh my gosh. One turn, two baddies, no waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. There's two, two points of damage off that because this is not my favorite enemy. Uh, it's still just... now, now it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's actually double alive. <laughs> and um, it's a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and Blue stands there in the... Uh, the, as the goo drips off and sizzles on her uh, energy weapons, uh, she points up at the big thing and goes, Should I try to jump to get that? Yeah, wrangle it like cattle. <laughs> All right, I'll try. All right, and uh, Seth is just gonna kind of just throw a rock at the thing. And... Oh, you skipped. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Never mind. Because you're already ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Marshall, so excited up. to play your right. own NPC, Sam. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do all the turns. No charity, uh, just Sam playing Pathfinder by himself. I, 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 emphasize no charity to really get to the <laughs> core of how he feels about this. You hear that, everybody out there? Sorry. Not good for the stream. <laughs> all right. So Marshall is going to uh, full round attack against this thing that is starting to shrink down this giant glowing different color orb. Let's see what that first attack Hmm. 17 total. That seems like it hits it, but the the arrow just passes right through. All right. Um, I don't have many other tools in the toolbox, guys. <laughs> so I will change that piercing arrow to a blunt arrow to see if I can bludgeon it. That would be a hit. Does it do anything? It goes right through it again, um, and this thing shrinks more and gets oh. closer to the ground. That's that is what I wanted to happen. Okay, that works. And uh, that's I'll take a five foot step closer, and that's my turn. All right, and Seth's just gonna throw a rock at it, and, um, and then on this thing's turn, it's going to let's see, what do we got left? One, two, three, four, five. So, Dane, despite the fact that nothing can perceive you at all, all of a sudden, you disappear. And um, as far as anyone else knows, nothing happened because you were already disappeared. But as far as you know, <laughs> you're standing in a brilliantly bright castle courtyard surrounded by strange crystalline towers and buildings. And everything is just glowing and weird and hot and um, you are automatically healed up to full. Now, the other thing that happens on this turn is that there's a sudden blinding flash of light back on the regular plane. A hum fills the air and as the fabric of 
time and space seems to tear itself open just a few feet away from the strange orb you've been pondering. And then a second set of light, even more blinding than the last set, which is really saying something, pours out of the hole. And after a beat, when your pupils have had a chance to contract to the size of pinpricks, a single figure steps through the hole, shining just as fiercely and just as ridiculously brightly as the other light, if not even more so. You're starting to take the person. But anyway, this shining fellow, he's kind of glowing like a bird man. I'll just pop him up. Um, wearing like a toga and holding a glowing spear with an even more glowing crystal head, if that's even possible, that you just weird kind of glowing damage. And he shakes his head, he's got like a frown on his also weird because how could it be? And he looks over at all of you and then looks at the orb and says, There you are! You are an absolute pain in my tail feathers! <laughs> and then he turns his attention back to the six of you and says, oh, Terribly sorry about all this. I'm afraid this little bubble is just a fiend for attention. Strange angel, are you an alien? Alien? How, how dare you? I am a Jyoti, one of the sword protectors of the positive energy plane, and d d angels are stupid. And Dane reappears after six seconds, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, grumpy angel. Sounds nice. alien to me, but I'll let it slide this once. Do you want to meet our boss? <laughs> yeah, Miko will say strange alien. <laughs> yep. Wow. Because <laughs> um, it was Dane's turn next in the order, too, canonically. That's an 18. Uh, uh, I thought it was my will save. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, okay. Well, can we both say that we did it at the same time? Because I was under the assumption. Because that fails, Sam. And I have another suggestion. And I think, honestly, the stream has come to appreciate us screwing up your plans with Save or Suck spells. So, come meet our boss. That is the exact same roll. Still failed. Come meet our boss. I don't have time. I mean. It's on the way. You better make it fast, because this thing is, it's bad news, and I have an absurdly important job, and it's, you, your mortal minds couldn't even fathom it, so this better be fast. I need to get paid, so that I can buy pies. Pies? <laughs> well, no one mentioned pies before. Just, Do you second. want pie? And he'll go and stab the um, orb with his glowing spear, and disappears in an even more blinding flash of light than any of the other flashes of light. Oh, Guther. Oh, he walked Bless. on by. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, our boss would love to have a few words with a creature of your stature and non-spherical nature. What was your name? Protector of the positive energy realm. I am Kralk, High Guardian of the Crystal Tower of Dratchir, eternal prison of this thing, along with countless other absurdly powerful and important artifacts that are beyond your mortal minds to even fathom, in the great beyond, at the very center of the source of all life in the planiverse. I shall call you Wreck-It Kralk, because <laughs> you really wrecked that eternal prison thing. It is very good <laughs> that you showed up when you did. Well, you know, we're running out of time on the stream, and <laughs> all the enemies were dead. It was 
<laughs> but anyways, um, here, since you've done a great service to the Planiverse and helped me distract that stupid thing, take this. It's a, um... And he pulls out from one of his pockets inside his toga thing, the top part of the toga thing, um, and it looks like a liquor bottle. And he, he Is says, it Malort? Hmm. He says, here, it's uh, champagne. It's a oh. well-known fact that uh, all of your material plain champagne is actually just sparkling wine, and a beverage only truly <laughs> qualifies as champagne the if Provence. it's produced in the champagne region of the positive energy player. <laughs> the Provence of... <laughs> Oh my god! I really oh, like that. That's madman. Incredible. <laughs> Thank you, Krauk. All right. Well, in absence of seeing Malort, uh, Skynet's <laughs> going to start furiously shaving a pencil into isopropyl rubbing alcohol to recreate it as closely as possible. It's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> Let's start spraying this champagne all over the battlefield. <laughs> like we just won a NASCAR race. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're shaking it. We are just splattering yeah. it everywhere. Uh, while so, this powerful outsider is under our control and suggestion, we're shooting them in the face with the champagne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Krauts is absolutely crestfallen at this. They're getting ready to leave, and we're like, it's for charity! Hold on! Blue, Blue turns to our new friend uh, from the Underdark. Seth, I realize this is not ketchup, but I hope you appreciate it. Well, I can try it, but it looks a little thin. Yes. Oh, just... Honestly, if you throw a little tomato paste inside your champagne, it's a lot better. That's Zach as the player giving you guys a, a, well, a tip. Gonna scoop some Good of this know. Goose Fear corpse paint. <laughs> it's a mixer. Yes. Okay. Well, let's hurry back to Garrett then. You better yes, catch we up. We better roll. All right, well, I think we are out of time here by a few minutes. <laughs> so um, thank you, everybody, for coming out. And thank you, everybody, for playing and putting up with my yeah. absurd New Year's Pac-Man madness. And <laughs> thank, thank you for having us. This was waka, glorious. Waka. Um, yeah, no, it was thank great. you to Jaspers and Paizo and Demiplane for hosting this. And thank you to everybody who donated and everybody who came out and watched. And um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye, Happy folks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hold up a spear yeah. instead of a heart. There you go. <laughs> oh, yes, up, yes, up. Yeah. yes. Ponder the orb. Ponder the orb. Yeah. Orb shall ponder pondered. in despair. <laughs> Good night. Hero point for that good night yeah. to be applied into oh, wow. to having to roll. Uh, oh, that's actually really important. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll tell Zach. I'll tell. I'll tell Rain that Zach has given me a hero point. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
Recording stopped. Recording stopped. <laughs> oh, oh! Should we do some sort of clap sync on our records to? Uh, oh, good facilitate- point. Facilitate. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jeff! <laughs> oh, he truly got it. A filling point for Sam. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't see that. Oh no! Villain point for Sam while Clearly, we're on break. Yeah. Eventually, that'll be off the screen, and Sam doesn't know how to scroll, so everybody just keep, talking, just keep typing. <sighs> yes, so. I would. I've been. I I've been waiting for an opportunity. I have it on my list over here uh, of things that I should uh, do if I get the chance. So, if there are any doors, I would love to just bust through them. It would be I will amazing. Make sure. I will manifest the door. <laughs> if somebody wants to like minor I image love- a door and then I can bust through it. <laughs> the the tech I love the, that it's the te- a fort save. Like it's actually physically affecting them. <laughs> the, it's not a will save or a charisma. Yeah, the, 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 the text of this is so funny. The violence of your arrival is so great. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love that. See, my favorite part is that it's out of Champions of Corruption. So I'm just imagining yes. the Kool Aid Man with a bunch of like a nasty Kool Aid Man with like, <laughs> oh yeah, just the filled Kool-Aid with jungle juice, making terrible decisions. <laughs> Honestly, this is sounding more and more like a person I know myself. <laughs> I feel like we all know that one guy from college. Um. Hey, if you get brought to court, it's free publicity for the podcast, it's true. right? It's yeah, totally true. If they sue us over a charity stream, then who's really the jerk? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound like anything Fox would ever do. Just imagining Matt Groening and, uh, was it James Cameron that did the first Terminator? Yeah. 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 They're just like hanging outside of Zach's house with a baseball bat. <laughs> Which of us gets to go first? Uh, we could roll for it. <laughs> I've got two knees. Now, now. Come on, everybody. 